Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you around back when I was down? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you around back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you around back when I was down? What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Uncle P's Pancake and Waffle Mix. It's available in all grocery stores nationwide. This is Black-owned. This is ours. Product outweighs talent every day. So remember, there's no limit to your success. Uncle P's Pancake Mix, available right now. All right, what's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, here at the Holding Court Podcast with the homie producer, Ken. What's good with you, man? Man, chilling, chilling. We got a guest today, though. Special man, one. Man, we got a special guest. And I know motherfuckers be like, he say that shit for everybody. But nah, for real, we got a special, special guest, man. Hometown hero. I mean, I could literally go down a list of and a plethora of accomplishments and 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 uh, adjectives describing his talent, his accomplishments, and all that. But we have the incomparable... You know, from my hometown, I wish I could do the praise thing. You know what I'm saying? For the, <laughs> man, Tech Nine, what's good, man? <laughs> Much love to your family. Man, good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Good to, t- good, to, good to talk to you. You know what I mean? Good likewise, to be here, you know? Likewise, my brother. Man, you know, I don't even know where to start. For one, let me just say thank you. I appreciate you, my brother, for making time, you know, cutting out time of your busy schedule to come holler at us. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate oh. that. I couldn't wait to do it. I couldn't wait to do it, man. I told, <laughs> I told, right. I told Sean Tyler, make it a priority, you know? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, my brother. I appreciate that. Um, well, man, you know, I, I don't even know where to start, bro. We're going to start from where, the beginning, man. You know wherever, what I'm saying? Man. Both of us, Kansas City, Missouri. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Let me ask you, was you born in Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas? No, Kansas City, Missouri all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm what hospital? 904 Michigan, Wayne Minor Project. But what hospital was you born at? It was called St. Joseph's Hospital. They 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 um tore it down. I think it was on like 31st. My mom told me it was on 31st and Prospect oh, where okay. I was born. Okay. Because you know yep. what? I'm going to tell you. When I went over to the TSA thing to do the uh, TSA pre-check thing, I kept, mm-hmm. I kept, uh, they, my shit kept getting fucked up because I kept putting birthplace Kansas City, Missouri. Nigga, okay. technically, nigga, I was born at KU. 
So, Whoa. <laughs> right. So technically, you know how we be clowning Kansas, right? You know, they, yeah. they, they the armpit of Kansas City, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. here my ass was born in Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't even official. It's, it's, it's where you grew up, though, is yeah. what matters, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I was only born there because my mother worked at KU, and she went into labor yeah. when she had me. So I was yeah, born yeah. in Kansas, but I went right home to the 40s, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, all day, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's like how Eminem was born in St. Joe, but right. he grew up in right. Detroit. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like but that, that, so he claimed Detroit. Yeah, that was a funny story though, because motherfuckers that know me, you know, I be clowning on Kansas all the time, and motherfuckers be like, "Nigga, mm-hmm. I know you was born there, <laughs> technically." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, from from one year, from one from birth till. 10 years old, I lived on uh, 904 Michigan, Wayne Minor. Mm-hmm. Then we moved up into um, uh, 59th and Swope Parkway. Mm-hmm. I was there from 10 to 12. My mom married a Muslim, Abul Hassan Rasul Khalifa, when I was 12. We moved to 58th Street, 58th and Forest. That's where I met the 57th Street Road Dog Village. Okay. What high school did you go old. to? Hmm? What high school did you go to? High school, I went to Southwest. Southwest, okay. That's mm-hmm. where all the B-Dogs went. <laughs> all oh, yeah. the Bloods was in, in Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Road Dogs, you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? That's, yeah, yeah. See, because what happened was 37th Street, Fruittown, Brim moved into our neighborhoods in the 50s, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, the mid, the mid-80s. the mm-hmm. mid You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that whole area, mm-hmm. they infected that whole mm-hmm. area, you know? yeah. It was the same thing with me in the 40s, uh, yep. the, the 60s, and um, it was East Coast, East Coast Crip from L.A. They, yep. they came down to the 40s and the 50s. Yep. Well, the 50s That's on our side of Prospect East, you right. know, because you, you were, you're West. No, you're West of Prospect, but East of Paseo, right? That's y'all's area. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all like Tracy in Michigan and all that, right? Yes. With Tracy, it's Forest. Tracy yeah. and everything else, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was back we, in the we, day. We went to Chief, we went to True School, you know what I'm saying? True School right there oh, on my yeah, block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. True School. I used to walk to school, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I live right a block up, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then when we went to junior high school, we went mm-hmm. to George Callet Bingham. Mm-hmm. Bingham. You know what I'm saying? We yep. went to Bingham. Yep. Then the Southwest. So Bingham, Bingham is the, it was on Prospect, right? And Gregory. Nah, Bingham was on like seventy something, like on Warno. It's out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that school that's right there on Gregory and Prospect? Right there, you know that one right there. Was that Border Star? Oh, that's that's that's, that's, that's uh. Hold on, no, nah, that ain't that ain't uh Bishop Hogan. You ain't talking about Bishop. No, Hogan. not Bishop Hogan. Hogan. Prospect and Gregory. You know the school that's right there on the corner. Uh, I can't remember. I thought that was a Bingham. Okay, fuck it. This is, mm-hmm. a, this is some like in-depth 70, Kansas City geography. Yeah. <laughs> Bingham's like on 74th and Warner or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Was was Ron Ron and Ted Ted from your area? They were, they were, but they were older than me. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? I've been, I've, I've been to like one of their parties uh-huh. back in the day, but I didn't know them like that. Okay, because wasn't it? Because I was a kid. Cause I'm I'm five years younger than you, but wasn't it a 67th Street Road Dogs too, or 69th Street Road Dog? Or it was six, like no, it was 69th Street Dogs. That 69th was Street Dogs. Okay, nah, that was like we, the late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They was on KPXL all the time. The request line, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> 69th Street Dogs. You yeah, know what I'm them the niggas but, that used to have the Chevettes, right? 
They yeah, used to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 57th <laughs> yeah. Street, 57th um, Street Rogue Dogs, that was something different. You know what I'm right. saying? Because that was that was that was villain before all the blood stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was yeah. Bill, you know what I mean? But uh-huh. that the Bill thing turned into blood shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. When right. um Dr. Bop and um Troy moved in from uh 37th Street Fruit Town uh Fruit Town Brim in uh LA. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. So they from Compton. Uh Dr. Bob yes. from Compton. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I think I met him a few times. He was a DJ. Oh, you right? met you met Bob. You, he met, was a DJ? you met Bob with Black Walk. Yeah, yeah. Was was he a they DJ? They lived on the same block. They lived on Michigan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, Damn. you know, you know, you know Walt lived on the corner of 50 Fifth in Michigan, I think, mm-hmm. and Bob lived diagonal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember him. Yeah. I, I do remember him. Damn. I didn't know he was from Fruits. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to the homie Black Walk. I got to give him some love for connecting. All you day. Know, making that. It wouldn't be no a, Tech Nine. That's a real no one right nine. there. That's a real one right there. <clears throat> so, yeah. so let me ask you, Tech. What, what, what did you listen to growing up? Like, did you listen to a lot of different eclectic music? You know, like. What was what was your I influence? didn't, but my family did. My family mm-hmm. did. You know what I mean? Because um, I grew up in a Christian household. You know what I'm saying? So it was all Shirley Caesar and the Mighty Clouds of Joy and all that kind of stuff in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, my my grandmother was religious. Um, my aunt Susie was religious. That's that's my uncle Ike. Uncle Ike, he was worldly. Like you know, he was the one that worked at the. Um, he was the one that worked at the school board and stuff like that. And he had the cars, the BMWs and everything, you know, had his money together. You know what I'm saying? So he would bring home stuff. Sing, he would come home singing stuff like, you make me feel like dancing. Yeah. I want to dance tonight away. Yeah. And in the jazz, all that, you know, he, yeah. he, would, he would bring all that music home. But yeah. next door, the Reese's. You know, we, we, this is 904 Michigan, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we down in the projects. Next door was the Reese's. They had Blowfly. You know mm. what I'm saying? Rap Dirty, bro. Right, right. So when I heard Rap Dirty, I'm like, I'm in the Christian house. Yeah. I want to Rap Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to Rap Dirty. I used to go over their house all the time, Court. Yeah. All, the, all the time just to hear it because I couldn't hear it in my house. Yeah. Damn. You okay. Know? So you grew up kind of sheltered then, kind of. I mean, you can say that because yeah. my family, you know, I was in the, I was in the choir, you know, right. everybody talking all this devil worship bullshit with tech nine, <laughs> but we, yeah. I grew up in a Christian house. I went to right. Rock and Temple church of God in Christ, man. Wow. Like right on, right, right on vine. You know what I'm wow. saying? So it's like, it's like, um, I was in the sunshine band. I was going to church every day of the week because my grandmother was a part of the sewing circle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And my auntie with the choir and mm-hmm. then us with the choir and then whatever meetings they used to have. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, we went to, we went to church Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, man. You know wow. what I'm saying? That makes sense. You know, I know your uncle Ricky. Uh, yes. Yeah. I went to church with him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he, he went to Berean. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When he used to go yeah. to Berean, this was back in the nineties. My my mm-hmm. uncle Ricky is mm-hmm. the one taught me. To... Oh wow! <laughs> they used to, he used to do it at the he used to do it at the dinner table and uh-huh. the breakfast table, and when he would start beating, Ike will start taking his glass and doing uh-huh. ding 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 
Uh-huh. And my mom would start clinking her, her, her. They would they would all be doing it when I was little, and I'd just be looking in amazement. Yeah. So I learned it. You know. Yeah. You know, Ricky taught me that. Ricky wow. taught me that rhythm. Yeah. So from from that, from beating on the table and stuff, started came to beating on my chest. All yeah. that rhythm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Started at the table yeah. with Ricky, man. Oh, that's you know? crazy. That's crazy. That probably that probably would help with your you being able to rap in those cadences and catch them pockets and understand that, that exactly. metronome. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly that what is, it is because yeah. from rhythm came rhyme. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like rhythm came from the table and then I started, I was a dancer before I was a rapper. I was a pop locker and break dancer, mm-hmm. MC Hammer dancer and all that. So mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm rapping now, it's like, follow me, follow me. All around the planet, I run again with no psychology. They can yeah. never manage with damage with no apology. Pick them up the panic, a real man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm popping, boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's hidden. <laughs> it's doing everything. Bop, 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 bop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. from dancing came my style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hitting all the pockets, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, you know, some of the shit that you've done uh, lyrically, and, you know, I used to rap fast. And when you hear that, I'm like, how the fuck did he catch the beat like that? How did he (laughs) find that fucking pocket to do that? Because when you do it, you understand how difficult and intricate it could be. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't even caught because you you really got to hear it a certain kind of way. You know, when something's off beat for me, it feels like my equilibrium is off. That's why it's hard Mm -hmm. for me to listen to the newer rappers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because. Niggas is off beat. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucking with my equilibrium. I'm like, God damn. You know, like like blue blue face, blue face is like, you have me like, God damn. Come on, face. Ah shit. You know yeah, what I'm that, he, hey, blue face be in front of that bitch. He be on side of the beat, behind the yeah. beat. All that shit. Everywhere yeah, but man. on that so, motherfucker. So when something's off beat mm. for me, yeah. it feels funny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when I'm doing my shit, it's like a surgeon. You know yeah. what I mean? I, when, when I'm when I'm sitting down writing, I'll get the idea and I have this little dictaphone recorder mm-hmm. and I'll I'll just do <clears throat> styles with the beat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I put words to that motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever, whatever I'm talking about at the time, you know what I'm saying? Because I always gotta have some content with it. But I'll I'll kind of hear the rhythm to the beat first. Oh, you know so you'll do like a, a reference of the staccato of how you gonna catch yes. the beat and then fill it yes. in. Oh, that's dope. Yep. That's dope. Yes, yeah. sir. No, no, yes, no. Sir, I, I was going back to the church. I was still, I was chiming in on the church shit because, you know, we, I've been, me and this man been friends for over 20 years, but, you know, mm-hmm. even before that, I was on that tech nine, but like the devil worship shit, I feel like that has to have been played out. Like that's back in like, oh, one angelic, isn't it? Like, that's where it came from. That's where like, it came but, from. But do people still really feel that or not? Cause I mean, your story has been told for over 20 years now. Well, the thing is, then. is that, I've transcended, so they can't say it no more, even if right. they feel like it. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> people say that because of imagery, mm-hmm. which right. nobody's ever seen a demon. So mm-hmm. whatever their the depiction of a demon is to them, what maybe they've seen on the exorcist, maybe, mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Or something they've seen on a hot sauce bottle. You never know, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody's ever seen a demon. We've seen evil mm-hmm. throughout our whole lives, and our parents and our, their parents and grandparents, we've seen evil, but nobody's ever seen a demon. So when somebody says my red crown that I had on my head looks mm-hmm. like Satan, it's just what they think Satan might look like. You right. know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's the chin hair that 
they put on the hot sauce bottle. You know what I'm saying? That makes them think that, you know, because I've never said hell Satan or gave any kind of praise to anything other than God in my music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Always denounced evil because I am angel. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that tattoo right there. I'm angel. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was raised that way, but my Mm -hmm. imagery, a lot of people don't know where the dark imagery comes from. You know what I mean? They don't know that it comes from my Christian mom that uh, when I was born in 71, she took me to go see Carrie in 76 at the movies downtown when the Midland, I think the Midland was a movie theater as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before it was a theater f- right. for uh, shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was the Midland and uh, the Empire was right down the street. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And um, she took me to go see Carrie in 76. And then when 78 came around, the first Halloween that was playing down there, she took me to that. You know, the mm-hmm. very first screen on Halloween, I fell in love with that fear that my Christian mama would take me with her and her boyfriend. They took me to the Main Street morgue, you know what I mean, during Halloween, you know what I mean? And it's it was scary to me, but I loved being with my mom, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So when I thought of, when I think about Halloween, it's the spirit of my mom. Everything my mom went through from the psychiatric wards from epilepsy, you know what I'm saying? And everything, when I had to go visit her in psychiatric wards throughout my life as a kid, all that made Tech Nine. I'm talking about the clown shit from, from the Ringling Brothers Born in the Bailey Circus when she used to take me there. And I used to I used to be scared of clowns, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, that, and the other. I overcame all that and became the killer clown because of where my mom took me and all the Halloween, Michael, My- Michael Myers lyrically and all mm-hmm. that. All that is my mom's energy. So when you see, when people see my clown shrine and everything, all the Michael Myers shit in my house, and they come in like, why is it so evil? I said, it's not evil. All this is the energy of my mom. I miss that energy. You know what I'm saying? And anything Halloween Mm -hmm. or anything horror reminds me of time with my mom. She's Mm -hmm. deceased from um, lupus. So it's like when people called it, Mm -hmm. when people called me a devil worshiper, it was just the opposite. It was me holding on to that feeling as a kid with my mom and her energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything. You, you ever seen me on stage and I had on hospital scrubs and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And we, we was in Nuthouse back in the mm-hmm. day. We was yep. in a group called Nuthouse. Yep. I remember Nuthouse. All House. that is my mom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All that. Uh, I never went through all that. Right. But right. this is all Marty Sue Yates Khalifa right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything Tech 9 from the clown mask, from the paint in my face to the the hospital scrubs mm-hmm. to the Michael Myers and all the dark shit comes from my mom. And so mm-hmm. people turn in the, in the, in the black, in the black community, you can't really express your spirituality and talk about evil and good and evil and the fight between good and evil, which was, which was angelic and angel in hell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it made people think, okay, this nigga is a devil worshiper, but court where in the hood. Right. Right. Do we do that at? Yeah, nah. We Where don't in do the that. hood yeah. would that be allowed? Right. How would we know how to do that? Exactly. In the hood. Exactly. Yeah. I'm talking about from Wayne Minor. That's one. <laughs> right. From 59th and Swope Parkway. That's right. two. Right. From 58th and Forest. Yeah. Where in this circumference is there somebody we say practices yeah. Satanism, Satanism, or sat- right. Satanist, or whatever, <laughs> or their Satanist, or whatever they call it? Where they do that at? They just took my imagery mm-hmm. and everything I got from my Christian mom mm-hmm. and loving her energy and turned it evil and said, he's a devil worshiper. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's and, funny. It's funny, Tech. I never, me personally, you know, in in seeing you and and you know knowing you just from being around, I never thought that. I always thought it was just some creative shit. I thought yeah. it was just, you know, it was it was that time version of trolling. You know what I'm saying? Like basically, yeah. I'm gonna get y'all motherfuckers' attention. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna, I'm gonna stand well, out and I'm gonna get y'all's attention. Because I learned, I learned branding early. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I learned that from Public Enemy. You know, when mm-hmm. you see a Public Enemy emblem, you know, the homeboy and the target, yeah. you know that's Public Enemy without seeing right. the, the name. Right. Or you see <clears throat> Ice Cube with the lynch mob, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, with them having all kind of weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to see lynch mob. You know what that is. Right, right. You know what I mean? I learned that early on. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I took everything my mom gave me, all the tools, and I understood what a provocateur could do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like make people think. You know what right. I'm saying? When they see, when they see the snake in the bat. You know what I mean? Strange music. Mm-hmm. They just think, oh, that's S and M. That's sadomasochism. Mm-hmm. That's- Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Because people create this in their mind through fear. Right. You know what I mean? It took me a while to become fearless. Yeah. I, I just started being fearless to my late 40s. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Wow. And that's a hard thing to do. That's so, a hard thing to do. So let me ask you, what, what, what do what? you think, when you say fearless, what do you think you were fearful of? What, what, what were you fear, afraid of? Fear, fear, fear happens in every situation. Mm-hmm. Fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Fear of other people, maybe, you know what I'm saying, or what people may think mm-hmm. about you or what people are plotting against you for, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or what what could what could happen, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, dying in a car wreck, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. all kind of fears of everything, fear of becoming fat or fear of becoming whack, it's just <laughs> fear of everything, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. It just falls under everything in yeah. a world that's ran by fear mongers and their followers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I stopped caring about what people thought, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And when I stopped worrying about what might happen bad and what's happening good right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it peace. Made me fear it's less. a peace that came made... with you, huh? A peace. Yeah. Yes. Total yeah. peace, total man. Peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you listen to my albums, you know, in 2020, I dropped, um, interfere we're entering Mm -hmm. fear and then i did so many songs on that album that i couldn't put it all on one (laughs) album so i did two eps after they were connected to interfere Mm -hmm. i did more fear with six songs Mm -hmm. and then i did fear exodus Mm -hmm. because by fear exodus i was going to exit my fears Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. in my life so it's coming through my music Mm -hmm. so after i exited my fears now when you listen to asinine it just came out october 8th and it says, after your fear, Exodus, everything you do in this world ran by fear mongers and their followers will appear extremely stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. me being mm-hmm. fearless in a world that's ran by fear, every move I make is going to be stupid to the ones who are pumping fear. Right. Or the one that say, oh, you got to do this. Oh, you got to go to church. Oh, you got to do this. You can't do church at home. You can't have you can't you can't have Juma at home. You can't you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to. Mm-hmm. all the noise out all the fears of anything so now 
I'm asinine. I'm extremely stupid. So after the asinine, which just came out, I told Travis the other day, I said, now I'm going to have to go back to the nut house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because after straight up stupidity, I'm going straight to the nut house. So now my old nut house members, uh, Scarecrow and Flack, we've been hooking up lately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. working on some nut house yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, we're, we're like two songs in, man. And I told Travis last week, I said, so after I do everything with the nut house, after the nut house, where do you go? After you release from the nut house, total bliss. So I said, that might be my next album called Bliss. <laughs> That's you dope. Know what I mean, That's I'm just, dope. I'm just, you, just art imitating I mean, yeah. life. You know what life, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So it's almost like you you documenting your journey along the way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What, you um, know what I'm, I'm curious, what, what did a young Aaron Yates want to be? Before there was Tech Nine, did you ever want to be a doctor, lawyer, whatever? Like, what was, what did you want yes. to be? Yes. I wanted to be a psychiatrist. You know what I'm saying? Okay. In school, <clears throat> in high school, they didn't have psychiatry. They they had psychology, but they wouldn't give me those classes. They'd rather give me fucking home economics, something I wasn't interested <laughs> in, or woodshop right. class. I right. wasn't interested in that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted cerebral. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to know why serial killers did what they did. Why did John Wayne Gacy do that and distort the clown? Why did you know, um, the 44 caliber killer do this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why did Ted Bundy do this? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Why Charles Manson felt like he wanted to do this? Cause he wanted to start a race war. Mm-hmm. So many things, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to know what, what, what happens in the brain or who, who were my, my, my opposition, you know, that, that was opposite of this mm-hmm. opposite of angel. I needed to learn my opposition, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I could be ready. So I stole psychology books and read them, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, in high school. Yeah. But I wanted to be a psychiatrist. Now, rap took over when I got my rap name in 88 from Black Wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to Black Wall. <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah. what I've noticed over the decades is that I got both of my wishes because mm-hmm. Strange Music, the snake on it, is taken from the rod of Asclepius. You know what I'm saying? Greek mm-hmm. mythology. Um, you usually see it mm. on um, hospitals representing mm-hmm. medicine. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Around the rod of Asclepius. You did a right. snake going around the rod, you know? Yeah. So we took the snake from that, which is the S. Mm-hmm. The bat is the nocturnal creature. So what it, what it, I'm sorry, mm. I'm belching. What it means is strange music is the medicine to navigate through the darkness. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in turn, I have my fans coming to me saying, thank you, Tech. You helped me not commit suicide yeah. with your song suicide letters or right. you know what i'm saying some of the songs that you did you know what i mean save my life dysfunctional save my life you know what i'm saying this that and the other mm-hmm. so i become my fans psychiatrist mm-hmm. and i'm the rapper too you know what i'm saying right, so right. that's why we still doing it court yeah we ain't got to do music no more man yeah, we done made shit. all this money man we don't we, we love to do it. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's because you operating within a purpose. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you have purpose, like I be telling these youngsters, you know, be a purpose chaser, not a paper chaser. The paper there will you come go. once you realize your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I, yes, I know sir. that's got to be gratifying for you, too, to do something you love, but then actually to for real, for real, being able to touch people. <laughs> what? 
what better thing in life yeah, to help people? A, a lot of people in the world don't yeah. want to be helped, though. You know, what I'm saying? a lot of people don't want to be together. Yeah. People want us to be separate and divided. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I do a show and you got this melting pot of people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And ain't nobody fighting. Yeah. Everybody's under the roof enjoying strange music, man. Then my job is done. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? My job is done when I'm when I'm touching people with my music, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When people are saying that um, this guy named Cal, Kyle Pinelli got into a real bad wreck and he broke everything and he was dying. You know what I'm saying? He, they couldn't get him back to normal. So some nurse told his mom that they were talking. He said he really loves music. And he said they, this nurse told his mom about musical therapy. Mm-hmm. So they moved him down to Atlanta to a musical therapist and his musical therapist happened to be a tech nine fan. Mm-hmm. And they said when he, they played dysfunctional, he started moving again and started wow. trying to mouth the words. Damn. He's back a hundred percent now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I see him. I see him at my shows in Milwaukee. Damn, that's and I crazy. always bring him up on stage and give him a hug, man, yeah. because he was about to die, bro. It was a motorcycle wow. accident. Wow. And musical therapy brought him back. Damn, that's dope. How does that? How did that make you feel, knowing that? Damn, you had that type of influence to damn oh, save somebody's life. That's 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 such a wonderful feeling that because I didn't know things like that could work. Right. I didn't know nothing about musical therapy. Right. Right. Wow. I ain't know nothing about that. Let Let me ask you this, Tech. So, <clears throat> you know, us coming from Kansas City, you know, and us starting so young because your music journey started well before mine. Um, like. We knew how we know how difficult it was, especially in that day before social media. There was no industry in our city. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You either had to go to L.A. or New York. It wasn't even no Atlanta. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I mean, you might have had the face just starting, but it wasn't like it is now what we know it to be. No. Um, what 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 made you believe, you know what I'm saying, that you could really achieve that coming from the town, coming from Kansas City? Like what gave you that? OK, this is it for me. This is all it is. I'm going to do this shit. Win, lose, or draw. It's all, you know, yeah. a gamble, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be even harder coming from a place where we ain't got no Sony Midwest. We ain't right. got no Def Jam Midwest. We right. ain't got no <clears throat> Rap-A-Lot Midwest. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my first record deal came because low key had a record deal. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Low key from Kansas city, Missouri. Yep. yep. Shout out to you know low key. Prof and Lance and mm-hmm. Darren story and all them, man. Yep. They knew icy rock. Shout you know out to icy, icy rock. rock. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. knew DJ icy rock. So icy <laughs> rock was doing my music. He did this ring. Mm-hmm. He did the tech nine experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He did sinister tech. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He did. It's alive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so, Early on, you know what I'm saying? That's how it happened. Just people knowing somebody. Yeah. They thought I had something. I kn- what I knew, what you're asking is that I always knew I had something special. Right. Because I was beating on my chest and rapping in middle school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I wrote my first rhyme in 85, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I, like in uh, uh, 85, my first rap was like, what I say? I say, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. D-O-N-T-E-Z-Z. 
Devastating be about that's who I'll be. And when I rock the MIC, the party people jump. And when I walk into a party, guaranteed to bump. Yo, non stopping rapping in the year of 85. But when the money dogs rap, MC rappers want to cry. But when you hear the visions, be about echo through your bones. Think of D O N T E Z Z because he stands alone. That's how I did it. <laughs> you was doing like that, dog. Shit. You was doing that in 85? 85, nigga. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm they wasn't even rapping like that in 85. No. They, they wasn't, wasn't even they doing wasn't. that. That's not an 85. That's low. not 85 cadence. Everybody, you in 85, everybody was uh, L O Cool J. I'm exactly. Exactly. I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Damn, you was ahead of your time then, bro. So, so, so I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And when when I went when I went to uh, the B R E convention in '92 in New Orleans, uh, Soleil took mm-hmm. me because her brother Sean. I couldn't go, so I went in his place is where I met Icy Rock on that plane. Mm-hmm. He asked me, was I'm the new was I the new breed guy that what Black Wall did the beat for? Yeah. He said, Are you that dude to say you stutter stepping motherfucker? You I was like, Yeah, because <laughs> Walt recorded me. Yeah. He, I wrote my first man, there's so many stories, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They yeah. all intertwine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But but uh Black Walk. He's the one told me to go home and write a three verse rhyme. Him and Dr. Bop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. they heard me rap and they're like, dude, you need to go write a three verse rhyme. So I wrote that shit and we recorded mm-hmm. the new breed. I met Icy Rock on that plane to BRE. You know what wow. I'm saying? I was down there at wow. BRE in, in 92 rapping against niggas in the in the in the in the in the uh the lobby and yeah. Tretch was there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bobbing his head, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because they was doing I think that was the year of hip hop hooray. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm yep. saying? Tretch and them was just yep. now really popping. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? All that kind of shit. So um I always knew I had something, Court. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. even niggas out of town was like, damn, dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was I was I was rapping for motherfuckers, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always knew I had something, but I always knew that I had something a little bit more extra than the people mm-hmm. I grew up with. Right. Like, cause Doobie Nim wasn't really listening to rock and roll like I was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, until I start bringing it around there, like, nigga, listen to Slipknot shit, nigga, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They cut that white shit off, nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But my uncle Ike would bring all that other kind of music home, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, yeah. and shit like that is how I fell in love with the doors and all that kind of shit and came up with strange music and all this kind of shit. Yeah. Just all this music, there's these music influences, man, from hip hop to rock and everything. Mm-hmm. I knew I had some, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's what kept <sighs> me going. Even though I was weird, I had the wild hair. I, I didn't, when I signed with Jimmy Jamie Lewis, it wasn't colored yet. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. black. You remember my hair yeah. in that house? It was yep. just like that. Cause you used to wear you know wild. You used to wear it kind of just wild. Yeah, so man, when but, you, when but, you, you know, hooked up with uh Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, that was, Perspective is that what they had at the time? Perspective and perspective, yes. yeah. So, uh, what happened with that deal? Because I mean, that that was probably your first shot at at something real. Okay, what happened shot. with that? Yeah, Sharon Hayward was the president at the time. Sharon Hayward and they wanted me to, you know, how major labels want you to do. They brought this dude named Life Allah from New York to be our like A and R, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sean Tyler was out there with me at this time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we riding around with. Life I Law, and he's like, this is what you need to do, son. And he's playing Protect Your Neck by Wu-Tang. It just mm-hmm. dropped, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, boom, boom, in 93. And I'm like, yeah, that's the East Coast, though. I'm from the Midwest. I can't do that. No, nah, son, this is what you need to do if you want your record to pop. And I'm like, 
nah, mm-hmm. I'm not about to do that because I wouldn't do what he said and what they said. Mm. We clashed. Wow. And okay. Jimmy, Jim and Terry Lewis, them, they, they were never there because they mm-hmm. working with Janet Jackson. They doing their mm-hmm. thing. And we'd have meetings. It's like, how my people treat you? I'm like, they're not, man. They want me to be a clone, man. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get it together. They hooked me up with um, producers from Texas. They, they was called Red Rum. I love those guys, man. Mm-hmm. They, they taught me a lot, man. But mm-hmm. um, th- that wasn't our sound either, Corey. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So we couldn't finish the album because they wanted me to fucking be somebody else. And I had something inside me like, I am not about to do that shit, yeah, my nigga. Yeah. So they kept us from 93 till 95. We were stuck on the label. Damn. And so they yeah. just released you in 95? They released us in 95. Okay. I think they had new president or something. Okay. It was like, okay, look, Mint Condition was still on the label. Sounds of Blackness, Bobby mm-hmm. Ross Avila, you know what I'm saying? And a couple more motherfuckers, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Did you um, still owe them or they released you unconditionally? Nah, just... we didn't, they, didn't, they, okay. they didn't charge me nothing. Okay, good. Jimmy Jam, them, they, they was cool with me. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was cool with me. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Did I... that another So <clears throat> In 95, when we got released, that's when I ran back into Don Juan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so... I've been a nomad moving. Yeah over here and moving over there. You know what I'm saying? I've been a nomad for years. You know what I'm saying? I left the block when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I ran away from home when I was 17 because my Muslim stepdad, he, I thought he was, I thought he was being mean to me, but he was just trying to make me a man. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that at 17, right. so I ran away from home and I never right. came back. Oh, wow. So all, the, so all those years, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was moving from house to house. Damn. 95, you know what I'm saying? I was living with Icy Rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, Don Juan said, hey, man, y'all still on that perspective, Jimmy John's? Like, nah, they just released us. He's like, man, you want to do some music? Yeah. I'm like, shit, I can. What's up? Yeah. Nigga, first thing we got in there, I got, got in there, diamonds in there. He's like, nigga, you doing all that crazy shit, all that <laughs> nuthouse shit. You can't do none of this hood shit. I'm like, nigga, I'm from the hood. What? Yeah. The nigga showed me Mitch Bade. I took that shit home. I said, watch this. Yeah. Have you ever met a nigga who was biased from? Yeah. A lot of clicky niggas where I, I come, come from. from. There's yeah, another nigga catch a just like him. His name is Mitchell Bay. Yeah, so Mitch Bay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Came back. What up, Mitch? Is it an everyday thing for you to act just like a bitch? How does it feel to have a nigga that kill you for the fast shit you pitch? I remember Them niggas that was shit. like, holy shit. I remember that shit. Because cause it's the thing, Tech. At that point, they that's all they used to play at the fucking party house. Remember the party house? Yeah. You, because I remember saying, yes. you had you I had know. you had it on lock when that motherfucker. See, DJ Fresh did that. DJ Fresh, shout out to DJ Fresh. Yes. Hey, this yes. the thing, Tech. I'm gonna tell you right, as somebody that was in Kansas City that was doing music as well, right? I got to keep it one thousand, nigga. You and Don Wine made it hard for us. Y'all made it for hard for us, my nigga. Everybody else that was trying to come up because I'm gonna tell y'all, and I noticed this way back then. You niggas knew how to make records that got the party jumping y'all yes, y'all, knew, you know that was the strength don juan knew how to do that shit and yes and we was still you know we was a little behind we still in the trunk with it we still making yes. ride music and you know music yes. to, to kill niggas too and y'all yes. niggas was getting to the masses <laughs> way back then because yes, every sir. party we go to and then you know you don't under you don't uh realize this till you get older and you understand the business you niggas would be mad at DJ Fresh and all the DJs. Like, man, why y'all always right. playing tech? Like, nigga, tech shit get the party cracking. We can't play right. no slow ass shit in here. Right. Nobody want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. In this setting, you know. So you really, yeah. you really raised the bar 
in the town for niggas to really understand to make music for the masses and to really get into the system. You know what I'm saying? Man, they, they, they was, when I first got over there in 95, when I first got over there from Icy Rocks, cause Icy Rock had flipped out and he was upset about me working with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the time but we, we was all working together. Mm-hmm. So Don Juan said, we got to get out of here, man. You want to do some shit? We did Miss Bade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I showed him Mitch Bade and Amjad Bakari, rest his soul, you know what I'm yeah. saying, Michael Whitebear. Mm-hmm. He was there. He's like, I need to be on this one. And because me and Mike used to be in a dance crew together. With MC you know Hammer. Didn't Whitebear go with MC Hammer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Him Richard, and Zester. Richard, Richard Whitebear. Richard, Richard Whitebear and Zester and all them. Yeah. Yeah, Zester. Uh-huh. You know, the Leo got killed at the, um, Leo, rest his soul. He got killed at the Public Enemy concert uh, uh, at the Kemper. Yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But um, Richard, Swoop, he went to go dance for Hammer with mm-hmm. Zester and mm-hmm. Moody and all them niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the dance crew I was in, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Imperial Prep with mm-hmm. Carlos and all them motherfuckers. I was a dancer. Yeah. When them niggas went to go dance for Hammer, I stayed back with work, working on my rock. <laughs> and I'm deep in this motherfucking shit, yeah. dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so when we did Mitch Bay, they before we did Miss Bay and I got over there, they was fucking with Lee Joe mm-hmm. from Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, yeah, rest in peace to Lee Joe. That was rest the homie. Rest in peace to Lee Joe. Rest in peace and to he Lee was Joe. dope. You Man, know what I'm saying? Man, Lee Joe. Oh, my God. Listen, real Jeez. quick, real quick, bro. I got a Lee Joe story back in yes. in 19. And keep your thought, but I got to tell it because, okay. you know, the homie passed. But back in, this was probably 92, maybe, 93. Do you remember mm-hmm. Castle Records? Yes. Okay. So we was at Castle Records down on, they had a, a studio on Troost, on like 31st yes, and Troost. So yes, we sir. go in there, right, me and my group, CCG, and um, it was High Daddy and Lee Joe. He was had his brother with him when they was High Daddy and Lee Joe. Man, mm-hmm. this nigga, Lee Joe, winning that motherfucker, bruh, and he started rapping, and me and my nigga looked at each other like, <laughs> shit, who gonna go next? He was like, man, you go. I was like, nah, you go, bruh. I ain't. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> I ain't even want to rap no more. That's a true story. You know, saying I'm Man. old enough to be humble. Man, that nigga Lee Joe got in there, dog, and ripped that bitch. He had he had such confidence. He was yes, so he confident. And he, he yes, was he, he was so sharp with his shit. And he just he was advanced. He was advanced yes. at that point. Yes, he was. And I was like, fuck. It was like I got over there and they was banging this song that he had. <clears throat> and I was like, nigga, that's just dope. And I did Mitch Bay. Mm-hmm. Diamond them, I didn't even know this was happening. Mm-hmm. Diamond them got Mitch Bade to a bitch in L.A. that was connected to Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. And Mitch Bade is why Quincy Jones signed me in 97. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. they told me that Lamona Wheaton got it to QD3. Mm-hmm. QD3 got it to his pops. And his pops said, I love that it reminds me of Bebop. I love mm-hmm. his style. Remind me of Bebop. Mm-hmm. And that's so all this time this is happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Diamond them stopped fucking with Lee Joe. Oh, wow. I thought that maybe he, he I remember mm-hmm. him working on some shit called the Black Meyer Lansky or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he was spitting it to me. I'm like, nigga, this is dope. And we did Now It's Own together and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Killed Now It's Own mm-hmm. with Will, Will the Weirdo and all yep. that kind of shit. And all this time this shit was happening with Quincy Jones in 97 when I got my second record deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, Quincy loves Mitch Bade. I said, he like that ghetto ass shit? 
I didn't. That's how I got that deal. But I didn't know that Diamond M said she a tech is the ticket. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Wow. Lee Joe felt like I took his shine away. Oh. When wow. that's my nigga. Yeah. I just wasn't knowing because I was just going straight. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So the the I I just heard <laughs> all this recently. I didn't know that Lee Joe did diss songs about me. I didn't know when I, I was know gone either. in '97. That's new. I didn't, I didn't know. know that either. Yeah. I, since we've been working on uh, uh, Nuthouse lately, me and Scarecrow and mm-hmm. Flack, Scarecrow brought it up. He's like, you don't remember Lee Joe was mad at you? And he did like three songs on you. I'm like, no, he didn't. That nigga played them for me recently. And I'm like, damn. He thought that, and rest his soul, my brother thought that for some reason in his rap, he said that I told Diamond him to tell Q, don't sign Lee Joe signed me. <laughs> oh, wow. Did y'all ever Dude. get a chance to reconcile? Like, did you? Nigga, in our later years. Okay, okay. I would see him out at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. It was one night I was on the roof with a girl <laughs> or whatever, and Lee Joe was up there, him and his boy. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lee Joe. And he turned around like, Ted. You know, I could tell it was something weird, mm-hmm. but I give him a hug. I'm like, my nigga, I ain't seen you alone. He's like, yeah, man. Good to see you too, bro. You know, it wasn't happy. Oh, damn. Wow. I didn't know that he felt like I took his life, my nigga. Damn. Damn. His rap life. I didn't know that shit. So Scarecrow just recently played me these songs 2021. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm listening. I'm laughing like a mother. I'm like, damn, he's going on me. (laughs) How did I miss it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got all that shit happening with Quincy Jones and everything, mm-hmm. even though it didn't work again. You know so, what I'm saying? Hold on, we'll real quick. That. You had signed with Quest or you was with QD3? I signed oh. with Quest and Warner. Okay. So it was QD3. with QD3. It was junior or senior? It was senior. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I <laughs> talked to Q. Q didn't want to go with Pops. Mm. Q said, man, Interscope is doing big things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we had, a, we had a meeting with Tom Wally and everything back in the mm-hmm. day, you know? Mm-hmm. And we played some shit with Tom Wally. He liked it. You know, Eminem signed to Interscope. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, shit, Pops, I know you don't want to go with Pops because you want to do it yourself, Q, but uh, little Q, QD3, mm-hmm. but Pops got Vibe Magazine. Yep. Pops got Vibe TV show. Yeah. He got the music. Pops got, so he got pool. TV. Yeah. He got magazines. He got everything. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be dope. So he, he, he went with my wishes. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, Tech, we'll go with Pops. Mm-hmm. So we went with Pops. And um, Quest and Warner, um, at the time, I think we had did a song like, he's strange and I like it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And shit like that, because <clears throat> I've always, uh, people didn't know, when I signed in 97 with um, Quest and Warner, they hooked me up with Windswept Pacific, it's a publishing company. Mm-hmm. So when we are up there, uh, QD3 took me up there, and, and Don Wanden was there too. You mm-hmm. know, Don Wanden and Diamond, we all mm-hmm. got money, you know. Rest in peace to and, Diamond um, Shield, you know. Yes, Rest in peace yes. to Diamond Shield. So um, when Sweat Pacific, we have to sign some papers and stuff. They said, what do you want your um, publishing name to be? And I already had it in my head. I said, I wanted EGN Arts Music. Entertainment Group Nine Arts Music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Arts and music, you know? And when you read EGN Arts backwards, it says Strange. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I always knew I wanted to have a label called Strange because I was a big Doors fan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, People are strange, strange days, yeah. all this kind of thing. Yeah. I love their carnival 
sounding music. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Because of the clown, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, after that deal went sour in 97, you know, we were able to get on the 98 um, CD gang related with Jim yep. Belushi and, and Tupac. Or is it? No, James Belushi. James Belushi. It was Tupac, right? Tupac yeah. and James Belushi. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was a death row release. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? QD3 mm-hmm. made that happen. We did a song. Me and, me and Q did this song called Questions. Mm-hmm. And it was on that. But shortly after that, that deal kind of went weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it was the same thing. Q was never there. He was always kicking it with Oprah somewhere on a mm-hmm. yacht. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we had Jay Brown was up there, him and his brother Kyrie, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Jay Brown is now with uh, Jay-Z, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was working up there at the time, his brother Kyrie, and QD3's woman at the time, Eliana, Eliana, or some shit like that. And there was a lot of motherfuckers that wanted me to do popcorn music, Court. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it sounds like, did. I'm sorry, so it sounds like a lot of these labels just didn't know what to do with you. Is that what it was? What could they do with a nigga yeah. that paints his face? Yeah. Wears his hair like this, wears a priest bishop's robe, comes out and busting. You know what I'm saying? They didn't right. know and rock and roll right. mixed with nobody knew what the knew fuck what where do. the fuck yeah. to put me. Right. right. You know? Right. So um mm-hmm. we kind of ran into that then. They was like, we want you to do this for the Shaq movie called Steel. I think he was like a yeah, steel. robot or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they wanted me to do the popcorn shit, but I'd already recorded with Polar Bear. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Tech Nine, you yeah. know, Planet Rock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I said, I want this one to be my single. Yeah. They didn't want that one because it was a down south mix. I'm yeah. like, no, this is the one. Yeah. We fought, we fought, we fought. Every time Q would call us up, every time Big Q would call us up to his house in Bel Air, he would say, um, how my people were treating you? Just like mm-hmm. Jimmy Jim <laughs> used to do. Right. And um, I would say, man, they want me to go with this popcorn shit. I'm trying to do this one. He would fire everybody who was talking shit. Yeah, damn. He would fire people. So mm-hmm. people, so the rest of the label was up there mad at us. Mm-hmm. You know what wow. I'm saying? So it didn't work out. So damn. I came back home in 98. Mm-hmm. And um, Paradise Originals was popping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were uh, Heath. He's like a clothing guy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? His name is Heath. And they were doing... Uh, a fashion show for Paradise Originals and mm-hmm. Planet Rock was already on the radio. Let's Get Fucked Up was already on the radio. Then Planet Rock came after mm-hmm. that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I did this show for them down right across the street from the Marriott downtown. It was outside. You know what I'm saying? I did this mm-hmm. fashion show. Did Planet Rock. Boom. Killed it. They said, our guy, man, who's funding us wants to meet you. His name is Travis O'Gwen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, Tech. Before we get to Strange, you wasn't, didn't you do something with J-Core, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's when I got with Travis, yes. Oh, that was, okay, I thought that was something mm-hmm. separate. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we did, mm-hmm. me, and, me and Travis did, J, that was our first deal together. We was trying to do a joint okay. venture. Okay, I got you. Go you ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So mm-hmm. I met Travis mm-hmm. that summer, 98. That's my first year. That was the first time I started doing ecstasy. I got my first X pill in 98 <laughs> from a stripper from Bazookas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bazookas. Shout out to Bazookas. <laughs> Where was Bazookas? What? Bazookas was like on 12th Street or down north or somewhere? No, it was down north. It was down, down north, north, like on yeah. 
shit, you know, it's down there by, <laughs> you know, by totally nude and all that kind of shit, okay, you know? Yeah. Was that Independence Avenue or some shit? Nah, nah, not, not that, not that, not that far not down, that nigga. North, I'm talking huh? about, <laughs> nah, it's like, um, like not far from Crown Center, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? 15th and Grand, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody yeah. over there, though. <laughs> That's Sean Tyler. You know oh, what what's saying? up, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know exactly. I know the hours. I know everything. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So, <laughs> so after that, the day after that, um, after that uh, fashion show, mm-hmm. George Forte, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. who's now married to uh, Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather's sister, you know right. what I'm saying? <clears throat> he was working for Paradise Originals, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The people that Travis was funding. He said, man, our boss want to meet you, man, Travis, man. I'm like, okay, we're going to go see him tomorrow then. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Took me out to his house. He said, hey, man, I've been a fan of your music for some years. And, uh, you know, um, I always wondered why you not, Mm-hmm. Popping like all these other people mm-hmm. on the radio and TV, man, because you're better to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you, bro. And he said, what does it take? I said, it takes a lot. He said, well, I have a lot. <laughs> I, I have a I have a furniture business called Furniture Works. I've been a millionaire since I was 19. Mm-hmm. That I told me this whole story. Yeah. So our <clears throat> our plan at first was to press up some shit and get our numbers up so we can get the big deal. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We wanted the cash money deal, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, but right. That, that, wasn't in, that wasn't in the cards. You know what I'm right. saying? So we got with Jay Ferris, mm-hmm. with Jay Core mm-hmm. and Interscope. And we put together all the songs that I'd had in the past five years. We put it together as Angelic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, did, I did a couple. But before Angelic, there was an album that you did. Um, what is Celsius. Celsius? Celsius wasn't it one before that? That what? That wasn't me. That was Diamond. That was that was that was him trying to upset me. Of course, because it was Blue. You know what I'm saying? He know I didn't fuck with Blue. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for real? Oh, so that wasn't an official you and Diamond release? That wasn't no. Oh, Diamond shit, I didn't know that. Diamond, didn't come know on, that. man. If you listen to that record, Joker and Mac James, the niggas that was talking yeah. shit about me at that time, that was yeah. on that record. Oh shit. Oh shit. I didn't know that. What about Calm I didn't, Before the I didn't Storm? Know was that. That, was that I didn't know that. Too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he did Calm Before the Storm was Diamond's uh thing too? Yeah. We did that together. Calm Before the Storm, uh-huh. the worst and the worst 2K. <laughs> Those okay. were three we did. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Damn. See, so, I didn't know Celsius that. Celsius had like the I didn't bubble. Know that. Yeah, I didn't I know that. that. Oh, Celsius you filling me was, in on some KC politics shit I didn't even know. And I know Diamond. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Celsius was the first yeah. album I think yeah. I had too. Yeah. See, because when when we got done with the worst, Diamond was like, 
man, I feel like we could just go city to city and get verses and shit. I'm like, nah, that's hell, my nigga. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I met Travis, I was still with Diamond them. I said, hey, mm-hmm. I got them together. I said, hey, this white dude mm-hmm. want to do a, a deal with me to where I got my own label, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I should do this shit because Diamond them was talking about just hitting the road. You know how like, yeah. Sebo and them was doing that oh, pop-up yeah. in towns yeah, and just yeah. see who want to do verses? Yeah. No, not me. Right, right. You had not a bigger me. vision than that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was hell to me. I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing that shit. I know, I know Spice One of them was doing it back then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah. Yeah. You know, you know, niggas would come to Kansas oh, yeah, City and they post sure. up. You know, they bleed Kansas City Drive. They bleed Kansas City Drive, bro. Oklahoma and mm-hmm. post up. You know, I wasn't about to do that shit, man. I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. So that was Diamond's plan. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. So um, I did it fair and square. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to put y'all together. Mm-hmm. We did a we do we did a show down in Fulton where I mm-hmm. first saw Stevie Stone. Stevie Stone did a show for me down there, mm-hmm. opened up for me. I introduced Travis and Diamond, and Diamond told me, "Man, go and do your shit, man. Just don't forget about me." Mm-hmm. So me and Travis started doing work, mm-hmm. and Diamond and them started doing their shit, and we we put Angelic together. Mm-hmm. Diamond pressed up uh, Celsius so he could put it out on the same day. Oh shit. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. Like, uh, <laughs> you know? That's crazy. That's how JT the bigger figure did game on his yeah, first album. JT mm-hmm. did game the same way. Yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. I didn't know that, bro. That's that's some history for me. Yeah, I never my knew. My fans, that. my fans, mm-hmm. for a minute I wouldn't sign mm-hmm. the motherfuckers for my fans, but after I started growing up, man, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, this is still my music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right, right. And my fans are coming, I'm sorry, but I, I, I love this album. Please check. <laughs> I know he's still I'm like, no, 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 I got you. Just check nine music. Let me he's ask like, you, did I'm you sorry. did you and Diamond? Did y'all ever mend? Of yeah. course. Okay, that's beautiful. That was my brother, man. I know, you know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah, beautiful. You know, um, we kind of, when when Angelic came out and we had to smash on that, what he put out, mm-hmm. he kind of felt some way about it. So we mm-hmm. kind of started having words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I started, I was over in Australia. That was, that was a flex. I was over in Australia doing shows. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. You didn't tour <laughs> the whole then. world. That that ain't a flex for you. That's regular shit. That's regular <laughs> you know, shit. Man, but you know, but you know, but you know, we from the we 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 from the hood. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, niggas yeah. don't make it to Yeah, that's that's Australia, real. You know? That's real. <laughs> <laughs> so back then I was in Australia, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. but I was talking to stripper bitches on the phone and stripper <laughs> chick named Jade at the time. She had a big booty, she was working somewhere like I think she worked at Totally Nude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'm hearing Diamond said he want to kill you. I'm like, Diamond? My brother said he want to kill me? What the, for what? Uh-huh. Like something, you, I don't know. I forgot. So yeah. I get back home from Australia and I have one of my homegirls drop me off on Garfield where he had the house. Mm-hmm. And I have her drop me off. And she's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, just drop me off. This is my brother. Fuck that. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. So I went and knocked up on the door. Nigga Joker opened up the door and Mac James, they both came out. The <laughs> niggas that was talking shit yeah. to me and I'm looking at them niggas. And Diamond came out and I said, so uh, the word is that you, I done heard from three different people that you want to kill me. And he had a joint. He's like, shit, if I want to kill you, you be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's Diamond, though. That's that nigga Diamond, though. That was that nigga, man. <laughs> You know, Diamond was a real one, bro. He was yes, a real sir. one. He was my a real nigga, one. man. I miss him, man. You I miss him saying? too. So, that was my guy. And, and and it was Sean Tyler's cousin, his real cousin. Oh you know? shit. Yeah, small yeah. world. Man, Diamond was yeah. my nigga, man. I remember true yes. story real quick. I remember when he came to see me in LA. This was probably about maybe shit. This was about 10, 12 years ago. And at the time I stayed in a house where um I had an elevator in the house, you know, like it's a little flex, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and so I brought the nigga in. 
in and we took the elevator up to the top floor and that nigga was on there. You know, he had them gold teeth and he was just laughing. He was like, so that's how you feel, my nigga? That's how you feel? (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, hey, this is what it is. But I remember we were sitting on the couch upstairs and he said, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Diamond was always a he, he was a hood visionary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the nigga was like, then I'm going to start me a restaurant for the gritters. And I was like, what? He was like, nigga, I'm going to start a restaurant for the niggas is out selling dope. The the bitch is out selling pussy. He said, yeah. I, and I'm going to put it on prospect and I'm just going to be on a trap. My hours is going to be like 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, they going to rob you and shut you down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he literally came up with the restaurant that he had, the, the, the macaroni. Marks. What was it called? Uh, Mark's Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, oh, you talking about you talking about later on when he had it on Prospect? Yeah, the first one. Oh, yeah. That yeah, he had yeah. the trap spot. You yes, know, yes, not yes, when yes. he moved to Gregory, but the one that was down in the fifties. Okay, yes, yes, yes. You know yes, what I'm yes, saying? Yes. And he actually yes. came up with that shit, bro. Uh, sitting on my couch in L.A. He was like, watch, I'm going to come up with a spot that's for the gritters. And I start cracking up. I was like, boy, you a hood-ass nigga, man. You, you yes, know what sir. I'm he was like, nigga, the dope. He was like, nigga, the gritters got to eat, nigga. The, the hoes yes. got to eat. <laughs> Ain't nothing yes, else sir. open. But, you know, that that was my but nigga, man. When they when that happened, when he said, yeah. shit, if I wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. <laughs> nigga, we sit there and smoke weed and laugh all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, About everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, time went on. Some more shit happened mm-hmm. that made me write a song called Beef mm-hmm. on the Beef soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because QD3 was putting together Beef I 1 and that. Beef 2 and all yep. that kind of shit. Yep. And um, me and Diamond had fell out about, oh, that money that we got from Windswept Pacific, mm-hmm. we all got $25,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me, Diamond, and Don Juan. Mm-hmm. So... When we got back home, I said, shit, I really want to be a partner in this Midwest side shit. I'm mm-hmm. going to give my 25 to y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was young. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right, right. I gave it to them so they could buy equipment and mm-hmm. everything. I wanted to be a partner. Mm-hmm. Paperwork. And I was calling Q the night I did that. I was like, yo, man, thanks for that 25000 you got mm-hmm. from Whitsworth for us, man. You know, I just gave it to Diamond and Don Juan. So we can, you know, go in together on mm-hmm. West Side. He's like, oh, tag, man, why'd you do that, man? Why'd you do that? I said, what you mean? He's like, man, I'm about to send you another 25. He sent me another 25. Mm-hmm. And I see why, because when it was time for the uh when it was time for the um taxes to be paid, mm, yeah. I called Diamond and Don Juan through. I said, hey man, that money I gave y'all, they saying that I gotta pay the taxes on it. They yep. was like, pay that shit, nigga. Damn. <laughs> 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 you oh found out God. the hard way like me what a 1099 I said, is huh i said i didn't i didn't spend the money though y'all yeah. spent it yeah shit pay that shit damn and then we stopped talking after that oh wow you know what i'm saying we okay. all stopped talking so mm-hmm. sean would be having like white linen parties down at crown center and shit i'll be mm-hmm. down there chris calico be down there and i see diamond and you know he just be mugging me and i'm mm-hmm. like people to see i go over there like what's up black Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Nut nigga, you know what I'm saying? He ain't really trying to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. So people come up, ooh, I got to get a picture of this. And he's like, I don't want a picture with this nigga. And Damn. I said, I don't want a picture with this nigga either. And we yeah. just split. Yeah. So I start hearing shit that he said he going to knock me out mm-hmm. for something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I ain't never did nothing to make a nigga want to hurt me. You know what I'm right. saying? I, I don't right. think. But it's, music should have do it. So I wrote the song. You won't beef is right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it's on in the stone, if you want it, come on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking about our whole situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I said, it better be about money, and it better not be no bitch. Better go, better go switch. I don't want to hear all the living if you trip me, hit him with the full fifth. Want to take it there when it's so sad. Thinking he's packing a pair of gonads. Would you want to go? Would you got a little beef? Me? Well, I got a big fat meatloaf for your ass. I'm saying all <laughs> kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I guess his girl at the time played it to him and he was mad as fuck. So <laughs> Tupac Resurrection, it was a <laughs> <laughs> Tupac Resurrection. KPRS was having a screen and you know how everybody, uh-huh. all the black folks come uh-huh. up there. You got to get there early uh-huh. because the seats will be taken. Yeah. We got there late. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, we, you know, it, it was me. Chris Calico, Cut Calhoun. Cut Calhoun had his girlfriend Dina. Mm-hmm. Our, our 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 homeboy Doe had his girl there with him, and uh, Big Nick and my other uh, security Matt. Mm-hmm. So it's all of us, all eight of us, mobbing to um, World Parkway. Mm-hmm. Got there late, so we had to sit. There wasn't no seats. We like to sit like behind the entrance so we could see everybody coming in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is what we learned. You know what I'm saying? Never sleep, sit in the front. So we was forced to sit in front of the entrance. Mm-hmm. Somebody must have told Diamond I was in there. Nigga, I'm watching the movie. 20 minutes into the movie, I feel boom, pow, two hits real hard. So I go like this. <laughs> now, you know Diamond's a knockout artist. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. So the nigga hit me, boom, in the back of the head. I went forward, then another one. So he, he said, boom. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Down on me. You know, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Bow, boom. I felt it. I turned around and Big Nick turned to put out the gun, put out the gun. And I saw who it is. I said, no, 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 no. That's Diamond. That's Diamond. That's Diamond. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's still my brother. Yeah. We're right. going through it. Right. I'm not about to let nobody kill this nigga. Right. Right. He's already ran up on Chris Calico at the, the uh, hurricane before it was riot room and said, if you with that nigga, when. When I see him, it's like that for you, too. And Chris like, did you just threaten me <laughs> to kill me? I'm just saying, if you with, 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 you with him, it's like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Diamonds, you know, using yeah, scare tactics yeah, with him. And, yeah. you know, Chris from the church, he don't, yeah, yeah. He don't want none of that shit. But right. this nigga, I'm going to go get me a gun. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's yeah. Diamond. We're going we gonna, we gonna to figure it out. Figure it out, yeah. So when I said, no, 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 that's Diamond, Nick dropped the gun and grabbed him. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Big Nick was big, rest yeah. his soul. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I miss my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And um, he grabs Diamond. Chris Calico picks the gun up and points it out. I said, no. Because I know Chris Calico. He's trying to get this nigga out of here. Yeah, yeah. I said, no. <laughs> Everybody's running out of the movies, nigga. All yeah. the black folks, they running out, nigga. It's <laughs> fucked up in the middle of the movie. So <laughs> Big Nick got Diamond like this. And Diamond's holding on to him like, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. So Big, Big Nick took him all the way to the back to the front of the theater, like when you uh-huh. the exit and put him up against the wall and took him down on the ground. And Matt, white boy Matt, he's a big white boy, he got on his legs. Uh-huh. So I, I come walking up and I was like, damn, nigga, I thought she was a knockout artist. You hit like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga starts screaming like, oh, nigga, fuck. <laughs> so the, the, cops, the cops came 
and took us downstairs in uh, mm-hmm. War Parkway. I didn't even know War Parkway had yeah. a basement and a hallway you can walk through, but they took uh-huh. us down there and they said, you want to press charges? Like, nah, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> after that. I remember hearing about that tech. I thought that shit was a rumor. I didn't know it really happened. No, I thought nigga, it was just motherfuckers talking shit. I remember because no. I think I think Sunday told me about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knew. I, I thought it was just like, you know, how motherfuckers blow shit up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, they wow. probably maybe just had words or whatever. So so after that, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I got back to the hood that I didn't press charges and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. We're going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, however we're going to handle it. <clears throat> and I was out in L.A. doing something and I heard a song that Joker and Mac James did against me. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a feud between me and Diamond. It's a family feud. Mm-hmm. I called Diamond. Yo, I heard that song. He said, he was eating. He said, what'd you think? Nigga, they can't say shit. Them little niggas can't say shit. This is between me and you. Yeah. Nigga, they with me, so it's whatever. Nigga, I said, no, nigga. Them niggas ain't supposed to say shit. Niggas, me and you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, time just went on to where... Yeah. I would just see him out, man, and we'd start hugging, man. Yeah, you know what I'm for saying? Sure, for sure. And right before he right before he died, I was uh, I was um skip years some up. Right before he died, uh, I was with my brother Maxilla, and he was doing um some promotional stuff for his uh new app called Slick It. Mm-hmm. So he told me to come up to Coco Keys with him, you know. Mm-hmm. And um <clears throat> I saw Diamond out there in a food truck with his young mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. And I ran over there. I said, what's up, skinny dude? You lose all this weight. I didn't know he was sick. You know, nobody mm-hmm. told me. Mm-hmm. And we hugging and we just talking. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good, man. He said, I said, you look good, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see you, Diamond. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And she, he's like, yeah, man, I'll be around. Mm-hmm. Nah. So, shortly after that, he passed. I didn't even know that he had cancer. Wow. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the last time I saw him, nigga, we was yeah. like this. Yeah. Nah, that's good shit. Yeah. I, I knew he was sick. He had let me know. Um, I had went and visited him actually probably a month before he passed. Uh, I had went up to the restaurant because <clears throat> usually when I would come in town, um, he knew I always liked chicken and rice. I'd be on my workout shit. So he yes. would say, man, come up here. We got you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make it plain just like you like. So I would come up there and, you know, he would show me his different ideas that he had and all shit like that. But, you know, yes. Diamond was a real one, man. I, I'm glad yes, that I got was. a chance to spend time with him and, and cultivate yes, brotherhood with him. Yeah. I just ran into one of his sons mm-hmm. down at uh, Halls, man. I gave him such a big hug. It was yeah. right before Christmas, man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Gave him such a big hug. I gave him my number. He don't never use it, but yeah. You I talking said, about you DJ? Never anything? DJ? Huh? You talking about DJ? Yeah, DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so and, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that was, was dope, was a, that was that was a uh, uh, you know a loss to the city. You know what I'm saying? Because Diamond, you yeah. know, he did his thing, and he's a part of your of your lineage. You know, your your uh, legacy oh, as well. He's the first. He's the first guy to put my song on the radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mitch Bade and Cloudy Eye Stroll happened because of him, dog. Mm-hmm. And that <clears throat> linked me back with the Road Dogs. You know, it was like some split shit was happening. Mm-hmm. With Don Juan and the Rogue Dogs, where Don Juan didn't want to let music go. Mm-hmm. So Short Nitty started making songs against Don Juan while we were in the same fucking group. Wow. And wow. so Scooby said, fuck that. We're going to start start hog style records. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm going to do it with my money. Nigga, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And we did. Let's get fucked up. We wrote that shit in his backyard. And I'm like, hey, nigga, Keith and Kevin did this beat. 
rest their souls. You know what I'm saying? The twins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think I think they both worked on this beat, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nigga, we should all do the style that's the same to the dun 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 so we ca- I came up with the hook. Let's get fucked up. Let's get high. Let's get drunk. Let's get fucked yeah, up. We got bro. that weed. Ain't no punk. And I'm telling <laughs> T. Will, nigga, you need to say something like, "Here comes T. Will," and yeah. that's all I tell him. He yeah. said, "Bringing the heat from the street." See, I'm a boss. You want a drink? Come with me. See, you know, y'all was making it hard for us. You niggas had the <laughs> motherfuckers. That man, Road Dogs, had about three summers with that goddamn song. That motherfucker you know, was hot. Eight at eight. It was in every club, in every yes. car. You motherfuckers yes. had the motherfucking uh, uh, big ass billboard at Seven Heaven. I was like, yes. God damn, when these niggas gonna go away and let somebody else get I'm some shine? I'm telling you, dude. You remember when I said I was out there in '97 mm-hmm. when I signed with Quest and Warner? Mm-hmm. I was living with QD3. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before I left out there, I was riding with Scooby a lot every day. We mm-hmm. each other every day. I said, nigga, I remember riding in his. Uh, his suburban before I went back out to LA and um I said, nigga, we should do 57th Street Rogue Dogs, nigga. Mm-hmm. Music. And he's like, nah, man, you're gonna bring back that blood shit, nigga. We done mm-hmm. went through so much. I said, no, fuck the blood shit, nigga. Let's just do music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And trust me, man, y'all niggas got it, man. You know what I'm saying? We had had little <clears throat> writing sessions before. Yeah. So I knew the niggas had it. You know, yeah. short nitty was a fucking murderer mm-hmm. lyrically, and so was so was. Uh, uh, I'm John Bakari, rest his soul, and so mm-hmm. was Short Nitty, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, um, I went out there in 97. Mm-hmm. While I was out there, them niggas sent me a song called Who Would Have Thought We'd Be Up In Here? It was to it was to the uh, Atomic Dog. Boom, chupa, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Boom, chupa, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. boom. Who would have thought we'd be up in here yelling out, Rogue Dog is the shit this year. They sent that to me, nigga. My heart was so happy. I'm like, <laughs> yes. I said, nigga, when I get home, it is on, nigga. Yeah. I got back home, nigga. We got to writing, let's get fucked up, nigga, and start. Re- Boom, nigga. Yeah. You niggas. I was so-, so happy, nigga. I almost had them a deal down at Rap A Lot. We went down to Rap A Lot, nigga. Jay Prince let us in his place after midnight, nigga, at Rap A Lot, opened it up to have a meeting with all of us, nigga. Wow, wow. I was just finna say, I was just finna say, why the Road Dogs didn't take it further? Because them motherfuckers had steam like a motherfucker, man. Shit started happening. Mm -hmm. Shit started happening. I I was already signed to Quest and Warner. Mm -hmm. So Lil' Jay was asking me, so Tech, I mean, you, you, you signed, but you're part of this group. I'm like, yes, I'm a part of this group. And I said, but I got a deal over there, a solo deal over there. And he's mm-hmm. like, we'll work that out. We'll work. You know how Jay <laughs> yeah. Frank, we'll work yeah. that out. We'll work that out. <laughs> and I'm like, and he kept on saying, so you are in the group, though, Tech. Because I'd already, I'd already been doing work with Jay through uh, Yuck Mouth. Yuck Mouth mm-hmm. did thug, Thugged Out mm-hmm. Albulation down there at right. Rap-A-Lot. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I was already in cahoots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I brought my group down there like, nigga, please. You know, mm-hmm. they got the contracts and Scooby them didn't like it. So they didn't do it. After that, shit started happening. It had to be one bad thing that happened. And it was short nitty what he did to that little 10-year-old. And he got all that time in prison. I remember that, yeah. I remember Scooby crying, you know, backstage. Mm -hmm. We was doing reggae fest, man, when we Mm -hmm. found out, man. He's like, man, it can't nothing work right for a nigga, man. And Mm -hmm. after that, man, they did like another album and it just started declining. You know what I'm saying? But they was getting better with their music. You know what I'm saying? That's why on that Roguish Ways, Mm -hmm. I ain't on there a lot Mm -hmm. because... Scooby had said to me, you know, it's, it's in a man's nature to feel like 
they can stand on their own two feet court, you yeah, know? Right, right. So when we did let's get fucked up and it's on now and all that kind of shit, people was leaving messages at hog style. Like y'all niggas ain't shit without tech mm-hmm. and all that shit. If y'all ain't niggas didn't have tech, fuck y'all blood ass mm-hmm. niggas. Y'all ain't shit mm-hmm. without tech, nigga. If y'all didn't have tech, y'all wouldn't be shit. Mm-hmm. That ain't true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas was good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the tech shit <clears throat> helped it a lot, yeah, you know? Right, right, right. So I remember we was at West End. I mean, Scooby was just out there. We was recording something. And he said, man, I'm getting all these messages, man, saying we ain't shit without you. Made me want to say fuck you, man. And I was like, don't say fuck me. I love y'all, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Fuck what they talking about. But after that, I started kind of like hanging back because I mm-hmm. understood mm-hmm. what he meant. It's like, mm-hmm. nigga, we could do this without you because right. this is road dog shit. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just going <clears> to <throat> be the nigga that make it easier. Right. So right. I start backing up a little bit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and letting them do their own music. And mm-hmm. they did Boss Dogs, killed it. And they're they doing yeah. all this music, man. Mm-hmm. Is, if you listen to Rogue's Ways today, man, they, they was polished as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Boogie, I mean, um, Boogie Man, mm-hmm. Boogie Man from um, with Rock and all the motherfuckers yeah. started doing beats for yeah. Scooby and all yeah. this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Boogie started doing shit and started rapping in, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in Short Nitty's place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a perfect marriage, man. T-Will, you know, mm-hmm. Mike, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just so strong, man. And I get on like two two songs or so, you know? Yeah, right, I was right. letting them do it. And I started doing my Tech 9 right, shit. Right, And it just, it just, <clears throat> let it me, went away, man. Let me, let me you know? ask you something, Tech, and I'm going to take it. You know, this is town business real quick. I just want to know your opinion on it, because, I mean, you are, I mean, uh, undisputedly the 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 biggest artist, the biggest rap artist and probably artists. I mean, we had Johnny Taylor and shit like that, but the biggest rap artist definitely to come out of our city. What, in your opinion, what do you think keeps the town from really having a movement and really us bubbling? You know what I'm saying? Like having a movement like. Like Atlanta, Atlanta, like Atlanta, like Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you have your moment. You've had a moment. You you had your own movement. But I'm saying yeah. us as a collective. What do you think? Why you think we can't get out of our own way and really, you know what I'm saying? Kansas City, above. man. <clears throat> we hate on each other, man. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. It's like I try to get Marley Young on a track or two. I try to get Nave. They was funking. You know what I'm saying? I try. Yeah. You know. Young, uh, young DV dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do shit with DV, yeah. And he went to prison right while right. the shit was about to come out, and right now I see Two Gun Kiwi, and he's Kiwi. dope, but him and DV don't get along, right. man. It's just right, you know. I, yeah. I didn't know that they fight when they see each other. I yeah. don't know this shit, yeah. you know. I ain't, I ain't never been in jail, knock on right. wood, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just trying to fuck with niggas with music, and mm-hmm. we do songs with Rich and mm-hmm. the Road Dogs with Rich, and we just trying to. I mean, I've been with the popper doing music for years. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. We supposed to beat me and the popper <clears throat> and young boss and, and uh, all of us are supposed to be rehearsing right now for a couple of my shows are coming up. Oh, you know what dope. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always trying to, I've been, we've been trying to get a deal, a, 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 a meeting with Marley for two years now to try to see if we can do something for him here. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, because, yeah. So you know, why not? Why, ha- not? why haven't y'all moved forward with Marley? Marley's dope. Because a lot of shit been happening at Strange, a lot of shit's oh. shifting around. We just oh, okay. trying to wait and okay. get everything you. together, man. You know you. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, shit yeah. like that. You know so, what I'm saying? So <clears throat> now let me ask you this. Do you think that it's uh, uh, musically, do you think that that contributes to it? Do you think that, you know, the, cre- the, the, the sound, 
Do you think our sound somewhat is antiquated in Kansas City? You know, because you know we got the the Bay Area shit, right? Yes, now yes. we have people like Marley. We have people like uh, Sully Four Nave. Nave. We have Nave mm-hmm. um, who are uh, you know current, you know New Wave, even yes. YGKC. You know, um, YG, yeah. do, what what is your opinion? Because I mean, you the biggest thing out there, motherfucker. I know what I think, but what do you? You know what I'm saying? Um, Musically. You know, I see, um, I see young cats doing their thing, D-Walk doing his thing, you know what I'm yep, saying? Shout I can out see, to D-Walk. I can see D-Walk <laughs> making it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I can see it. For sure. Yeah, he's you definitely I mean? got potential. But I don't really like to speak on people's hustle, man, but. You know, I'm <laughs> you know a, how the town I'm get. I'm, I'm an elite. I'm an elite MC. Right. You ain't got to be an elite MC to be on Strange. Although we've painted that picture right. with Sess Crew right. and right niggas like JL and Joey and Chris. <laughs> right. But you know, like you I'm know? saying. But I'm saying. Okay. You know. I'm about to get you, to it. I'm about to get to yeah, it. Yeah. You one in a million talent wise. Yeah. I'm yeah, saying. I'm about just, to get to it. Okay. Okay. I'm about to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of things that I hear lately in the town, I might not be aware of the superstars that are coming up. Mm-hmm. I might not be aware. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know that um, G. Watts is a motherfucking monster lyrically. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. niggas be going in and out of jail and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do. We 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 almost had Fat Tone, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Him and Travis was talking. We almost had Fat Tone, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But the streets get involved, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. Kansas City gangster, my nigga. Real you shit. know what I'm saying? Real and shit. I and I love gangsters. That's why I signed a big school to my label because mm-hmm. the road dog shit went away. I wanted to yeah. show the world that this nigga is dope, man. Just right. listen. But these young white motherfuckers don't know nothing about what he's talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So right. But when I but when I'm when I'm thinking about the Kansas City sound and all these little young niggas like Tech Don ain't shit, he don't fuck with us. Nigga, you can't even rap on beat. What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? I, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. But if you can't even keep a beat, that's just maybe that's just the old nigga in me. Mm-hmm. That if if it's off beat, and that's why we started, it goes up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our distribution company, because mm-hmm. we don't have to it don't have to be the status yeah. of strange. You right, know what I'm saying? It right. could just be young cat, my nigga. Maybe we can help you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Young cat, maybe we can help you distribute some of your shit to more people. Mm-hmm. And we still ain't got to that yet. You know, young yeah. cat's like, what you doing? Tech? Yeah. What's up? Nigga, you said you I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we just now starting this shit up, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You know, yeah, we're, try- yeah. we're trying to get shit popping. Yeah. It, we, we ain't got no togetherness, man, but it ain't me. It ain't me. It's just, Hey, Which tech, music. It, tech, it ain't me either because they, they yes. blame me, me, you, Rich, and a couple other people are always, you know, are often we not shit. <clears throat> we don't we ain't <laughs> help nobody. You know what I'm saying? We don't Everybody do nothing for nobody. It. You know what I'm saying? We ain't put nobody on, you know, all kind of shit. You know what I mean? The thing is, Corey. <clears throat> everybody ain't got it and everybody mm-hmm. think they can rap. And it's because of motherfuckers that do make it. Mm-hmm. And can't rap or out there, you know right, what I'm saying, right. and shit like that. And I ain't about to say no names because I don't want right. to knock nobody trying to make they do they shit. But everybody mm-hmm. think that they got it, but I feel like you have to have something that can compete. Mm-hmm. If you want to really want to make some money, mm-hmm. 
you got to have something that can compete. Mm -hmm. D-Walk is making shit that people are dancing to. Right. Holy shit. Right. Holy shit, my nigga. Right. Holy shit, D-Walk. Oh, shit. Nigga, Two-Gun Kiwi is doing shit to making niggas feel that shit like Pac, nigga. I'm like, there you go. Right. Right. There you go. Right. But they ain't said they needed my help. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I can't wait to go to a Two-Gun Kiwi show. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I went to a DV show. Right. What number Crips in that motherfucker? <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I go <clears throat> where I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. Tugan Kiwi, I ain't met him face to face yet, man. Mm-hmm. We just done talked on FaceTime and mm-hmm. in the DM. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't wait, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We're going to run into each other. You, you know working, what I'm saying? You working but with C Dub, the young blood? You doing anything with him? C Dub, yeah. yeah. That's my that's my that's my Kenfo. Right, right, right. I've been know I've been knowing C Dub since he was a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I be trying yeah. to, you know, help C-Dub too. You know what I'm saying? His work ethic. The thing about it I li- is... I, live, I lived in the house with his mama when I was little. Oh, wow. That's crazy. We, we grew up together, me and his mama. <laughs> That's crazy. The, the, the My thing cousin Sarita is his mm, mom. The thing about C-Dub is I love his work ethic. And for me, I think because the landscape of music has changed from you and our day, it don't take a whole lot to make it now. But what nah. it does take now is discipline and work ethic. Yes. You know, and I think that's where some of the artists falter. You know what I'm saying? They may have talent, but they they lack the discipline. They lack the drive because a lot of motherfuckers think that it's just a hustle. They think they just going to get to the bag. And I I tend to stay away from artists who just want money. They just chasing the money because they're not going to last because the money ain't going to come like that. Like you got to really want this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I try to help the artists and give them the information and and get their perspectives on point, you know, because it starts with the mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you can have a motherfucker without like I had a basketball coach tell me one time you can have all the talent in the world. Right. But if you can't be coached and I can't tell you nothing, I'd rather take a player that has half the talent but can be coached. You know what I'm right. saying? So that right. makes it difficult a lot of the times. You know what I'm saying? So totally, man. <laughs> so 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 I just think it's the lack of togetherness, man, mm-hmm. mixed with the gangster shit, niggas yeah. going in and out of jail, yeah. niggas dying, all kind of shit, yeah. man. You know, it's just it just I do this shit every day. Right. Yeah, you do it for a living at a high level. You know yes. what I'm saying? I do this so, shit every day. I got to beat Tech Nine every day, even on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. You know, my my brain won't go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have to use mantras to go to sleep because my brain is working. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you real quick too, Tech. So with Strange, when you and Travis started that and, you know, you not really, um, well, I'm on the outside looking in, you being primarily talent, you know, not talent. really. He had the money. I wouldn't Exactly, the money. exactly. So you had to go ahead and do a crash course because I know y'all did a partnership. You know, oh, yes. what was that like? You know, like learning well, on the job and, and having to jump in with that level of resource and, and figuring it well, out. Well, I had I had learned mm-hmm. a lot from Jimmy mm-hmm. Jerry Terry Lewis mm-hmm. and Quincy Jones. So I knew mm-hmm. what it took. Mm-hmm. But Travis had the business acumen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. we have to get this logo that you want to have on hats, yep. on car decals. He knew mm-hmm. how to get it everywhere you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and he had the money to get it everywhere he had the money to get us a tour bus yeah he had the money to pay for the hotel rooms mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit and still to do a 50 50 deal like that man mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's 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 beautiful so how do you, you know? like being a ceo as you know compared to just being talent like you, do you enjoy the it. business part I, I love it man i uh-huh. love it man you know what i'm saying because we make decisions together yeah mm-hmm. you know we just started a 
a, a huge uh, investment company nice. this week. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm le- I learned a lot of shit from Travis. Okay. Don't, 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 don't ever, don't ever think not because mm-hmm. this motherfucker, his brain, mm-hmm. how my shit works with connecting with fans, mm-hmm. his shit works with connecting to mm-hmm. fans, nigga. Yeah, right, right. You know talk. what I'm saying? Dollars, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, how now, to get that <clears throat> return, you know? Now, you know you can't please everybody. And, of course, you know the boss is always, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. You know what I'm saying? So the boss is always going to get, you know, you can, you ain't going, everybody ain't going to be happy. Do you think that sometimes Travis gets a bad rap? You know what I mean? In terms of just of people thinking, you know, that he's some kind of way or, or you know, because I've All heard time, everything man. about Travis. Like, I, I've only met Travis maybe, two, I think, maybe two or three times. But, um, you know, I've heard you hear different things. He he can be a bully or he this or he that, you know. <laughs> but you, see, the problem is mm-hmm. what I learned about some of our people mm-hmm. and some of their people, too. Mm-hmm. When it's the word boss they feel intimidated on their own. Mm-hmm. They have fear on their own. Mm-hmm. I've been around Travis 21 years and we ain't never had no fearful shit mm-hmm. about each other. Mm-hmm. And we laugh about people that think he's a bully. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But Travis, he is forward in his mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. and stern with his motherfucking shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. Fuck you. If you don't like that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? on top of boss when you have niggas that have slave mentality mm-hmm. to where okay that's the boss i can't say what i want to say mm-hmm. as a man that's their fear mm-hmm. they're projecting their fear of what travis is mm-hmm. but if you're about your business all that shit about travis will become jokes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you and him back and forth mm-hmm. sean tyler and travis joke about each other all the time back and forth yeah yeah. You know, sometimes I'll be like, ooh, man, y'all need to calm that shit down, nigga. We got, <laughs> y'all playing a little bit too hard, yeah, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Start fighting. <laughs> but it's people's, you know, their outlook on what the boss, the mm-hmm. boss, if I don't do this, the boss ain't going to pay me. If I don't do this, the boss going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't even look at me as the boss because I'm the nice guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. If I say I ain't fucking with you, nigga, Travis is not coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm hmm. Niggas don't look at me as the boss. I'm like, mm-hmm. they forget that I own half of this shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to remind niggas every once in a while. Like, nigga, I'm paying for all this. Yeah, yeah. You so, know? I mean, speaking of that, so, I mean, you coming from, you know, the projects to the 50s and then to Strange being one of the top independent albums in the world and then y'all making Forbes, you know, like, what, what that shit feel like, you know, just a nigga from the 50s? It made me feel like I was right all mm-hmm. the time. That I thought I had something. I knew I had something mm-hmm. because the major labels, mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with me. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling like, damn, you know, I stopped working at 17. They got fish captain. I didn't want to work captain. for nobody no more. Yeah. yeah fish captain <laughs> on 43rd and prospect. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Muslims. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh so, shit. So like, My nigga used to work there. Yeah, nigga. Oh, shit. Pace I go- Bay and all them niggas. Pace Bay and Brian Griffin Bay and all them niggas. Man, nigga, I used to, I used to, I went to elementary school at Comf, right there on 45th and Wabash. Yeah. I used to stop in there and get fish sandwiches in the 80s. Nigga, <laughs> that's crazy. I have helped build that place with my stepfather, oh, that's Abul crazy. Hassan Abdul Khalifa. That's we crazy. put that fucking shit together for his brother, Abul Khalifa. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Small world. So bro. 
when the Moors, when the Moors came from, when the Moors, Page Bay and Brian Griffin Bay and mm -hmm. Stan and Wayne and all them came from St. Louis, mm -hmm. they partnered with Abul. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know when Abul wasn't coming to work no more, I didn't even know that they had forced them out at gunpoint. They was gangsters. I didn't know. I thought Damn. they was Moorish American Muslims. I went to um, meetings with them where they, where they follow the remedies of the Honorable Noble Drew Ali. We, mm -hmm. I had meetings with them and everything. I did mm -hmm. Juma. With, with my other side to follow, follow mm -hmm. the remedies of Honorable Elijah Muhammad, mm -hmm. you know, so I have both sides, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And the Christianity. That's why I call myself a clusterfuck. Mm -hmm. I didn't know these niggas was gangsters and selling dope. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I remember I hearing something about that. I remember hearing, because I was a kid when Fish Captain was doing, you know, it was like the 80s and I think the early 90s. Yes. Yeah, yes. but I remember, I was like, damn, they was selling selling dope because they was always they, nice and shit. The yeah, they all was the always was nice they just now, They just now... <laughs> Page Bay got out a few years ago. Brian Griffin Bay, they got out. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. We was all together, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, I left at 17. When I left, <clears throat> when I ran away from home, mm -hmm. shortly after that, that shit went to hell in the drug bus. Damn. Damn. I remember yep. that. I remember that. That's crazy. So let me ask you this. When you first got your first piece of money, you know, whenever that was, what was the first thing that you that you splurged on? I gave it to Diamond at twenty five thousand, nigga. And they told me to pay. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So when QD three sent me that other twenty five thousand, yeah. I took my money and I got me a fucking dope ass town home yeah. on one hundred and first and State Line, nigga. Oh yeah, got all this nice ass furniture. One hundred and first and State Line. That's out there by Mount. Is that by Mount Mariah Cemetery? Kind of like it's like. Yeah, it's right by, you know, it's right down, you know, where Gates is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's right, right up the block. Where right that Wells block. Fargo is. The Wells Fargo, yeah, not three, too far. Three yeah, it was called Three Fountains. Yeah, they yeah. It was brand new. <laughs> it was brand new. So no, you're strange got money. New, I got, no, I'm I saying we, everything. No, when you got your strange, once y'all start getting to the real bag. Oh, strange. Strange. strange we didn't start money. getting to the money. We, we didn't start getting to the money till 06, till Everready, to when we got with Fontana. Okay. What was the first thing that you did, that you got? Shit, I bought a Mercedes Benz. I brought a house. <clears throat> well, I rented a house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what I I brought my first Mercedes mm -hmm. Benz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see I wasn't one of them niggas that went to go I wouldn't I didn't have to wear all Rolexes mm -hmm. and shit to try to yeah. and all this shit yeah, to try yeah. to yeah. get a bitch or whatever. Yeah. Nigga, I, I started early. I had two kids at twenty two. Damn. You know? <laughs> and they wasn't twins. So, and they wasn't. <laughs> no. They weren't twins. They mama, yeah. My son's mama was a rapper in a group with me named Agony. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Oh, I remember and, that. I remember Agony. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Was, was, you got a kid by I didn't know that. Yeah, I gave Agony her first kid. That was oh, Donnie. Oh, shit. That's my, yeah, I remember, that's my, I remember the name. Yeah, I remember her name. Agony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I got, you know, I was with my wife. Before she was my wife, she mm -hmm. got pregnant with Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. Aaliyah was August 11th and Donnie was October 28th. Mm -hmm. okay. So I had to tell my lady at the time that I heard Agony was pregnant by me. It was a sad fucking, oh, it was the worst shit. part. Back oh, then you rapped about life. that on this ring, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a true story, my nigga? All my shit is true stories. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was just a song. <laughs> Fuck. Never just a song. Art imitating life. Oh, shit. Damn. So you literally put your life into your music. It's not a catchphrase. That that's, shit's that's real shit. That's why I got a core fan base. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, Quincy Jones taught me. He said, Tech, rap what you know and people will forever feel you. Yeah. What I peeped about yep. people is that people, mm -hmm. what we all have in common is emotion. Mm-hmm. 
And emotion can fuck your life up fucking if you right. run out of control on Fucking them. right, yes. Emotions can kill your ass. Hell yeah. But if you mm. master trying to yep. keep your emotions yep. at bay, yep. I noticed that all human beings have happiness, mm-hmm. sadness, madness, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, confusion, everything, you know what I'm everything, saying? So yeah. <clears throat> I started writing about shit, damn, I just want to die, you know, I feel mm-hmm. depressed because I'm doing ecstasy and after you do all that ecstasy, your serotonin is gone and you started, we call it bumming to where you feel like you want to commit suicide and all that kind mm-hmm. of shit. A lot of people do that on Molly and ecstasy because what it does to serotonin, you know, mm-hmm. I, I read about that shit. So mm-hmm. I knew when I was feeling down that I didn't, I had to master not feeling down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Even though my chemicals would tell me that right. I was right down, you know what I'm saying? But it was your depression was more or less uh chemically induced it drug induced it wasn't just yes. you being depressed yes okay yeah. and yeah. on top of not becoming mm-hmm. because i always knew i was one of the best to do it mm-hmm. and you know um on top of being so hard to be understood yeah yeah i didn't get high for pain i got high to kick it okay recreational I was it. yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying but after all that kicking it doing 15 pills in one night and almost mm-hmm. died from dehydration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's on through the years. But I started just writing my life, man, mm-hmm. because Quincy Jones taught me write what you know and people forever. What yeah. I know, I don't know all that shit about triple beams and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit. I didn't have to cook it up. My auntie did. You know, I just yeah. sold it for her. You know right. what I'm saying? I didn't have right. to cook the shit. I didn't have to yeah. cook it from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know that shit. I yeah. know my life. Right. I know what my mom went through. Mm-hmm. I know what I went through because my mom was sick. Mm-hmm. I wrote about my mom. So many other people got sick parents. So many other mm-hmm. people have mm-hmm. these thoughts. So start writing shit like dysfunctional and mm-hmm. Chris start writing shit like anxiety and all that kind of shit. People relate to that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got a core mm-hmm. because I always wrote my life because Quincy Jones told me to write what you know and what I know better than anybody is myself. Yeah, it's authentic. Let me ask you this real quick. I'm sorry, Ken. No, it's all good. Um, let me ask you. So, what year did your mom pass? I think it was 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, because my mom, yeah. my mom passed in 2010, so it been 12 yeah. years for me. I think I remember texting you when your mother passed. I think I had shot you a text. Yeah. Um, how did that affect you? How did you deal with that? I'm just curious because you you know you seem very uh cerebral and in touch with yourself, you know what I'm saying? And your emotions, how did that affect you? And did it affect your music any? Oh yeah. I've been talking about her in my music, mm-hmm. my whole journey, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, my mom's been sick for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Epilepsy, having grandma seizures since she was 18. Um, the epilepsy medicine over the years, I believe gave her pancreatitis in 09 where she almost died. And that's why I did KOD. Mm-hmm. I must be the king of darkness because my angel is dying. No darkness can be darker than mine because my angel is dying. I did KOD, my only dark album in 09 when my mom had pancreatitis. From the medicine from the pancreatitis and all the treatment and everything and all the medicine from epilepsy, here comes diabetes from, and, and, and you know, from, from diabetes came lupus and mm. schizophrenia was in there somewhere you know mm. what i'm saying and mm-hmm. it, it was like i knew all these things were happening i was going to visit her in the hospital and mm-hmm. 
And I remember her lips being super chapped and she was like, I just need a soda. I just need a soda. I'm like, baby, you can't have a soda. This is why this diabetes is trying mm-hmm. to kill you now. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> she got past that. She got past pancreatitis. She even got through schizophrenia, you know what I'm saying, here mm-hmm. and there, you know what I'm saying? But that lupus mm-hmm. took her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I feel mm-hmm. like man-made medicine is doing that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like man-made medicine killed my mama, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's why I try not to take a lot of pills for right. anything. Right. Do you, you, know do you think growing up and watching your mother struggle with uh, mental illness, do you think that that had an effect on you mentally and emotionally, like? Hell yeah. yeah. I had to get it out through music because okay. if I kept it bottled up, mm-hmm. it was it was it was cathartic for me, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get everything out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show me a God was about my mama being sick. Mm-hmm. Show me a God. Ah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of feeling that it's a, it's a facade. Show me a God. Mm-hmm. Ah, and if it is, why ain't it doing its job? Show me a God. Mm-hmm. Ah, even if it's a thing, a man or a broad, show me a God, mm-hmm. please. Let me know something is listening when I'm down on my knees. Praying. Mm-hmm. Let me know something is listening when I'm down on my knees praying against praying for my sick mother. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That wow. whole song is about my mom being sick. Wow. But she, but she made it through pancreatitis. So KOD, <clears throat> she made it through KOD and I, she got to live some more. But Wow. So if you didn't later, have music as an outlet, I mean, fuck, you might have self-destructed or imploded. Just, oh, man. Yeah. If I didn't have the, the catharsis of music, I would have exploded on somebody or exploded on myself damn wow i told people i told i told my gang niggas i said either we're gonna do this music or we're gonna do this gang shit and we ain't gonna gonna be no more music right right you know what i'm saying because if if one of you niggas get killed i love y'all nigga ain't gonna be no more music i used to tell scooby them scooby them scooby never i didn't have to tell scooby that but i used to say it all the time around Mm -hmm. me i'm like Mm -hmm. Nigga, if anything go down, nigga, it ain't gonna be no more music because mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to protect my family and right. I'm killing everybody. Oh, you know how it and is. And that's just how you think bro. when you th- think about yeah. your family, you know? Yeah. You know, motherfuckers be sleeping on KC that they don't understand, yeah. you know, how yeah. dangerous our city is. And mainly because yeah. you gotta think it's small. So when you talk about them 160, 170 murders we got, that shit is between, you know, really, to be honest with you, like the 30s. To like, well, now it's getting out to the hundreds, but before yeah. it was concentrated right where we grew up. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, yeah, I was six four one three zero. What was you six four one three two? Yeah, I was. Yeah, six four one three two. So you yes, know, sir. all that all that shit happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> In them yeah, areas. Man. And and I ain't and I ain't that kind of dude. I don't, I don't yeah. want to have to murder nobody. Right. I, I didn't shot at niggas down at the landing before when my dude got jumped on. Mm-hmm. My my boy uh, Alonzo got jumped on, but mm-hmm. I don't think I hit nobody, nigga. Yeah. I was scared as fuck <laughs> shooting, nigga. Yeah. Do you remember you know Tech? You probably. Well, I don't even know if I should say it on here. <laughs> I, was, I, know, I, I know the story. Well, I know the story you talking. No, about. I was gonna say you. Do you remember one time you was performing uh out at the uh, at Swope Park? This was back in the day, and this was ninety something, and uh okay. I had got in some shit out there, and uh, some shit that had, I had to clear that motherfucker out. But it was while you was performing. You remember that? It was like ninety seven. I want to say ninety eight. Swole Park yep. and niggas start shooting. Uh, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember something like that. Yes, you remember something like that. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had allegedly. to get us out of there. Hey, that's how I go down in the town. You know what I mean? You yep. know that's our city, bro. Um, 
when you what, how did y'all go about once you got strange up and going? How did you go about selecting talent? It was me saying I wanted Scatterman and Snuck Brim because I love that gangster shit. Right. Because it came through Icy Rock. I met them at Icy Rock's house. He was doing mm-hmm. music for them. And I said, they did this song called Desperados. I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. We Desperados mm-hmm. with them hollows. I'm like, yeah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I grew up around gangsters, nigga. So, mm-hmm. nigga, that's what we is. Nigga, I, I love gangster music now. Mm-hmm. I was signing gangsters to my strange music label. I didn't think that the white kids would trip mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but they don't know what cooking a chicken is you know what <laughs> right, i'm saying right right or yik mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. nigga say something about a yik you know what i'm saying or yawk you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, i don't know yeah. uh-huh. i don't know what the fuck that is I, I was just signing what i love i was i was just i was just signing i was i was signing what i love mm-hmm. brother mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like scatter man and snug brim cut calhoun mm-hmm. Chris Calico, you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. this is this is this is all my niggas that mm-hmm. I do music with, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then shortly after that, Big Scoop, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, shortly after that, Seth's crew, because mm-hmm. they lyric, I've, I've been a fan of them for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then after Seth's crew came JL, and from JL came Joey, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it just, you know, works like that. I ran into ISO through, you know. Twisted insane, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, damn, you dope, nigga. Next thing you know, he's on the label, you know? Okay, okay. Let me let Ken. I know Ken. Let me go ahead. I know no, 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 no. It goes way back to the. Uh, I, I I agree with you on the medicine thing. That's one of the things I was gonna say because uh, my mom had me when she was 15, so so we ended up in the hood in Sacramento. But my grandmother, her mother, uh, had had helped raise me. So when you were saying that, I was just gonna add to the point that my grandmother died uh, in the hospital back in 2016. Court no, because we was talking mm-hmm. about it because he had lost his mom. But it was the same shit. It was medicine. Like she was taking arthritis medicine, and the arthritis medicine weakened her immune system, and she ended up catching some shit. And then she she died of some weird shit, uh, like fungal endocarditis. But it was like mold spores that we all breathe in every day attacked her system unlike it would attack us but it was because of medicine that she was taking and she was over prescribed and so it turned into like a whole lawsuit shit with the hospital and everything else because she got but i but i feel but i feel you on that because that shit is a i think it's a it's an epidemic that like this it is that like we're i mean i mean you gotta think about it we don't have michael jackson anymore Mm -hmm. we don't have prince anymore yeah, mm-hmm. no. Every, I mean, everybody over there, even uh, what's dude from the wire who just passed, and uh, yeah, like it, that's all. That's all been opioids, and, yep. medicine, yep. and whatever medicine. Uh, but the other point I was gonna make earlier was uh, I think I started coming around Maxilla, who then introduced me to Chris and everybody else back in the Ever Ready day. But again, I'm from the hood. I'm from I'm from the north side of Sac, North Highlands. We all of yes, our sir. rappers, Hollow Tip, and everybody else. But I remember yes, I remember coming out to a show. Back to the point about the fans and the core fan base. And, you know, I grew up, I grew up with C Bo Lynch, uh, you know, yes. Ray who all the Sacramento heroes, Mr. Doc. We all did. We all did, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to shows as a kid. I was going to Mac Dre's shows because he was in Sac too. Um, and I was going to all those shows, but I remember never experiencing anything like when I think when Chris invited me to the Ever Ready show. Yes. And I came out and I was I was with um uh, 
who's the white who's the white guy that used to paint your face uh scenario scenario i was with scenario with the board and when you came out in the fucking robe and i was like <laughs> when you're talking about how your fans are connected and it's like mm-hmm. man it was like being in church like a baptist church back home i was watching you do the fucking this ring and the fucking audience started chanting and shit and I was like, yeah. yo, what the, I ain't never seen no fucking audience <laughs> like this in my yeah. life. Yeah. I've, been to, I've been to shows with Mac Dre. I've been to shows in sack with some gangster dudes, Yuck Mouth, whoever. I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. And I remember telling Chris, I was like, yo, that's crazy. And then further down the road, I'd gone to multiple shows or whatever. Then you started actually having the chant, the chant that everybody does. <laughs> and I would listen to No, I'm talking about the one more recently, the, uh, Together something something. What is it? Oh, you're talking about the pledge. Together we are. Whoa, whoa, that shit is intense. When you in a (laughs) fucking crowd of like a thousand people and they chanting the shit in unison, you're like, what the fuck on the show? (laughs) Like this. I understood. I understood that people want to want to follow something and belong to something. Exactly. Exactly. Salute. Salute to all of y'all. Motherfuckers wrote the preamble and they wrote the goddamn. you know, all, mm-hmm. everything, you know what I'm saying? The, the national anthem and all that kind of shit. And mm-hmm. motherfuckers write laws and shit. I can write laws. I can write pledges. Yeah. So I wrote a pledge. That yeah. shit. Yeah, they love. follow. Yeah. They follow that shit. So, to I, yes, so I know you got to wrap up here in a minute. Um, So I mm-hmm. want to touch on this real quick. Uh, a few uh, little things. So in terms of, man, like what was it like working with such big acts like Lil Wayne and Eminem and then you being held in such high esteem and high regard you know what i'm saying you like you know every, you know a lot of people's favorite rappers the rapper rock. you know what i'm saying even the rock yeah. like yeah. Yeah. what what's that like you know what i'm saying and you know dude <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm just a small town country boy straight from kansas city so <laughs> keep in mind i was always the weirdo to everybody with mm-hmm. the red hair and the painted face mm-hmm. i couldn't believe when i started doing shit like Pay dudes and rock the bells. Then mm-hmm. Ray Kwan would come up to me like, "I love your shit." And mm-hmm. Terrence One, that fucking when I first did, um, Sway and King Tech first put me on the anthem, and I and I ran into Eminem, and he knew me, and mm-hmm. all these motherfuckers knew me, nigga. I felt like I was just an odd man out, nigga. I didn't mm-hmm. know, nigga, that they was paying attention all these years. Yeah. I didn't know that Ti was in jail and the white boys was playing on my shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he got up on my music. I didn't know that fucking Wayne was listening to questions on the motherfucking uh. Gang related soundtrack. They tell me all this shit. How yeah. they found out? Wow. I thought that I was just an outcast nigga that niggas didn't fuck with because I was on rock and roll shit here and there. I was on gangster shit, rock and roll shit, hip hop shit, gospel yeah. shit, everything. You know what I'm saying? Opera shit. Oh, you really got to say, is that Annabelle sitting over there? Oh, no, that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the exorcist that's reagan oh okay oh yeah 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 okay. my clown shine i was telling you about you know yeah. all my mom's darkness and everything that people think is devil shit yeah you know <laughs> you know what's funny is i got a bunch of original halloween so i was producing a bunch of tv shows and uh uh-huh. one of the shows i was working on had the um uh kyle richardson who's one of the little girls from the original movie Yes. Uh, so she gave me a bunch of shit one day when she was cleaning out her house, and she's in the new movie. I think she comes back like in the new yes, movie. She does. Uh, <laughs> yes. But uh, me and Kyle are super close. Like me and Kyle have been close for it's a long time. Yeah, we we yep. we super close. But her whole circle I, of friend group is like Halloween people. 
I had Linda Blair sign a painting for me over there, man. Linda Blair signed it. Wow. The girl who played The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linda Blair. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Rick James just to fuck with her. You said who? You said who? Rick James. Oh. What? You said Rick James used to fuck with her? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's he's a wild boy. <laughs> yeah, he um, so I'm Yeah, but uh, what I was saying, what I was saying was I had no idea that Karis One then would know who I was and mm-hmm. Ray Kwan come up to me like, hey man, we gotta get together and do something, man. I love what you do, you know what I'm saying? And you know, even Russell Simmons like pointing at me doing like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was in another world. I didn't know, man. Wow. I didn't know, man. So it, it felt wonderful when I, when I found out that Wayne had told Funkmaster Flex or somebody that he wanted to work with me and um, Andre 3000. And wow. everybody said, you hear Wayne talk about you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I went to go visit him in um, Rikers. And mm-hmm. he said, when I get it, when I get out of zone, he put me on the Carter four and I went on there and shredded. Yeah. You know? And T.I. came after that. T.I. told me he was in jail somewhere in Tulsa or Oklahoma, something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, them white boys and all those people down there, man, they love you, boy. They was t- showing me your music and everything, man. I've been knowing about you for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we did On the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. And um, it's just a weird thing, man. You know, when people mention Eminem, they mention my name with it. And when it comes to lyrics, man, it's a weird thing because... I just been doing me. I ain't trying to sound like nobody. I ain't trying to do nothing like nobody. You know, everybody get it twisted. We don't, we, we rap fast, but we don't sound nothing like bone. Right. We don't sound nothing like twister. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? We sound like, we don't sound like nothing like Eminem. We sound like ourselves mm-hmm. <clears throat> and people just hear fast rapping and they f- like to label it, but, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't do it. Like niggas don't do it. Like I do it. Right. No, that's, that's real. I can say, I can attest to that, you know, mm-hmm. um, so how did it come about the the whole rock situation? Because when I seen that, mm. I was like, "Oh shit!" I said, "This is super huge." I mean, it's big. It's it's one thing to have Eminem, you know what I'm saying, and Lil Wayne. We understand that that's yes. in the arena, but to have yes. such a huge superstar like The Rock and him, and you actually got this dude rapping in the video, uh, like I don't yeah. that that was huge. What? How did that come about? Well, the thing is, when I was talking about having that core <laughs> fan base. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was a part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, you don't shit. think I knew people, that because he worked out to your shit. I, I follow him. That, that, yeah. That's what started it. Yeah. That's what started yeah. it. That's when I was alerted that, you know, he was playing like a uh, riot maker and straight mm-hmm. out the gate and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit with Serge Tonkin. And so I was like, um, that was a light flex right there too. I System of a system of a down is the shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, because he was always pressing Tech Nine, Tech Nine, yep. Tech Nine, Strange Music, yep. I'd happen to be out in LA doing uh, press mm-hmm. some years back. And um, I was leaving that day. I'd been out there for a couple of days. So some of my movie guys out there that'd be trying to get me in little movies and shit, mm-hmm. Shawnee, he's like, hey, man, um, you got two more hours before you got to be at the airport. The Rock wants us to come by so he can say hi to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where? Mm-hmm. And they said that he's going to be shooting ballers somewhere at this house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somewhere at this mansion. I'm like, okay, let's go. I was excited, man. Yeah. I, I I had an album coming out, you know what I'm saying? I was going to give it to him first. So mm-hmm. I got on the set. He was shooting when I got on there. We waited and he walked in there all big and he's like, hey, man, it was so cool. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, man. And we got on 
you we got on um Instagram and mm-hmm. I'm like, he got the first record, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Da, 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 rock. And then we we took a couple flicks and shit. And then when we got done, he said, I gotta get back to shooting, but we're gonna do something. I just don't know what it is. I said, okay. Years later, you know what I'm saying? Like last year, I got one of my last beats from my producer seven who had left recently, you know what I'm saying? So he gave me this bundle of beats and that beat was in there. And um, I was in the midst of doing asinine and I said, I need to get two of my artists on this song. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even think the rock when mm-hmm. I was doing this song. I was like, I got to get ISO on the album and I got to get Joey on the album. So I said, I just put them on the same song. So I did my verse, Spears of Lion, decided, I'm going to hit them with that. They're going to get your ass kicked. You know, I, I wanted the song to feel like a chant that happens, you know, like in uh, UFC fighting mm-hmm. or something or football. I just wanted to be sports. Mm-hmm. For sports feeling, I had to come right. up with a run. They're going to take your face off. Right. They're going to run. Right. They're going to take your face off. And I'm like, yes, it took me a while. I had a couple of hooks before that court. Mm-hmm. I was like, my first one was, no, nah, no, they won't take my peso, nigga. No, nah, no, they mm-hmm. won't take my peso. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't talk about money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was, it was a sample in the B going, oh, seven have something in there doing that already. So I wanted to match it. Mm-hmm. So after I mean, Chris Calico was on the plane going to a one-off show. And <clears throat> I was like, man, I want to make it say something like Mondo. And he said, they go, they go, they go, they go Mondo. But Mondo didn't mean what I thought it meant. You know what I'm saying? In Spanish, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So I'm like, we can't say Mondo. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He yeah. said, Chris Calico goes like, nigga, I was like, I like Mondo. They go, they go, they, they go Mondo. But that don't mean crazy. Yeah, so right. we can't do that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I got home from the one-off and I'm sitting down trying to write you the beat and I'm listening to the hook and I'm like, oh. and I was like, Rumbo. They're going to take your, they're going to take your face off. I'm like, holy shit. It sounds like it's saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I came over the hood. I called Chris Calico. I said, nigga, it's going to say, Rumbo, they're going to take your face off. I want me, you and Shine to get in there. And we're going to uh-huh. do, Rumbo, they're going to take your face off, you know, do octaves do, and harmonies yeah, and everything octaves, to make yeah. it big, you know? Yeah. So we got in there and did that shit. I wrote my verse, da, 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 da. Said I got to get Joey on a song and ISO. I sent it to Joey first. Boom. Mm-hmm. Joey heard my verse. I didn't, I just took it easy on my verse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just did a little quick product. Mm-hmm. Never competitive with the better kid to go crazy. Gonna be better because of the stuff. What the fuck I say? Mm-hmm. So that's the only part I got in the rhyme like that. Yeah. You know, so, them niggas that hear that and say, oh shit, I'm going the whole way. Yeah. I didn't know the song was going to be a chopper song. Right. Until right. Joey said this shit. I wasn't yeah. about to change my shit because I set the stage. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't never change my shit. Yeah. These niggas going. So I sent ISO my verse. Joey's verse. So he says, see, and if Joey going like that, then I saw obliterated it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I'm playing it for my uncle Ike with just us three on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a part at the end that's open, like eight bars is open. I was going to do some talking and shit. So I played it for Ike. He said, damn, that's big, Dante. Is, uh, Cause he called me my middle name, Dante. Mm-hmm. He said, that's big, Dante. What you going to put on that one part at the end? I said, I'm probably going to talk some shit or something. You know? Yeah. He said, man, it's one of them fighting songs. So you should put that you should put kind of get Conor McGregor to talk on it or something. Yeah. And I said, the Irish dude. The, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't know, but I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him like that. But I thought, oh, I know Uso. You know what I'm yeah. saying? As soon as I got home, I went in the DM. I said, Big Uso, I think I found what we're gonna do, man. 
I just need an email so I can send it to you. Man, within five minutes, man, he sent his email and his fucking personal number. <clears throat> That's a flex. So, because not everybody yeah. can just DM <laughs> The Rock and the motherfucker answer in five right. minutes, let alone five years. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. <laughs> like, so, so <clears throat> I sent it to him. He hit me right back and said, and I got on the phone. And he said, Uso, this is fucking perfect, man. I said, yeah, man. I just want you to talk some, you know, some monumental shit at the end. You know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. some shit to get a motherfucker going. You know what I'm saying? Some motivation, you know, mm-hmm. motivational speech or something. He's like, no, 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 no. No, I want to rap on this one. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So just let me know what you want to say, man. Yeah. What, what you want to do? And he's like, man, I just want to go. I don't, I want it to be good. And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he wrote some shit down and, uh-huh. and he, he, he got to saying it to me. He, he sent me a voice note. Uh-huh. And I, uh, I want to say something like, it's about drive, it's about power. And I'm like, nigga, you can use that. Use that. Yeah. Use, use that part. Use this part right here. Use this part yeah. right here. Then say this part down here. That, but that, but that, but that, that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Dude, I just help him structure it, nigga. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? He wrote all his shit, though. So the rock got a pen. The rock got pen game. Nigga. All that black and some more in my veins. My yeah. coach is banging with strange. I changed the game. So what's my motherfucking name? Rock, that's all him, nigga. Oh, wow. You know okay. Okay. So, so you know what I'm saying? I was like, didn't you say that? Desecration, defamation. He's like, yes, yes, yes. If you want to bring it to the masses. We did all that shit together, nigga. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he sent it back. And I played it to my lady first. And she was like, who is that? Is that <laughs> who I think it is? I'm like, yeah. That's the rock. Yeah. I got chills, boy. I'm like holy shit yeah. i sent it to travis he's like holy shit i said i'm going in the studio we're gonna mix it down da, 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 da. it took a year for us to get it all together man oh damn okay that's for the video too all that okay. uh, for the song and video and everything mm-hmm. it took us a year you know because covid was happening and yeah. all that kind of oh, shit yeah. right 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 and he was shooting black adam mm-hmm. and red notice you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. but he said i'm doing that damn video man you know what i'm saying so man. we flew our uh video guys out to him you know what i'm saying they mm-hmm. got everything oh man it, it it's it's been it's just been going up ever since man yeah. it, and it won't stop yeah, brother, man, you, that's inspirational, man, you know, and I'm super proud, you know what I mean, just the fact yes, you're yes, from yes, my yes. city, you know what I'm saying, and yes. not, I think you're the only artist that has gotten a rock on a song, right? Yeah, I think uh, Clef had, it doesn't matter, just had him doing the hook, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but that's to it. actually have him rapping, you know what I'm saying? He's like, been rapping at it, premieres and red carpets. Yeah. And, <laughs> right, <laughs> he, right. He's been going with it. Yeah, right. That's big, fam. Like, man, congratulations with that. I was super proud when I saw that, and Thank super you, happy for you too. I was, I was excited like it was my shit. Like, damn, motherfucker, got man. The rock. Like, damn. I'm talking about on this album on Asinine, man. I got the rock on it. Mm-hmm. I got Wayne on it. I got Pain on it. I got Russ on it. I got mm. Snow the Product on it, man. I'm talking wow. about, I have one for Elton John, but he couldn't do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I sent yeah. it to him. He loved it. Yeah. He's probably still going to do it, but it couldn't make it on the album. Right. Oh, man. I'm talking about, Court, I'm just always trying to elevate mm-hmm. and and create more light around strange music, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And keep that fire going, man. We can't for sure. com- become complacent. Absolutely. Or anything, or like, oh yeah, we got all this money now. I'm still trying to show off for my fans. I'm still trying to yeah. show off that my pen is getting better and sharper mm-hmm. at 50 years old. I can't mm-hmm. even believe it. I'm just, I'm just going all my features that I'm doing, like I did with NF. Mm-hmm. I'm just going on it, mm-hmm. Mercules, 
all these things that I'm doing, man, all the, all the features I'm doing are just top notch, man. It's yeah. like, they're not going to let me stop rapping, man. And uh, I just want to keep on shooting for the stars, bro. Absolutely. You know what I'm bro. saying? Absolutely. Well, man. we should talk about, we should talk about this past weekend. If we talking about, I oh, mean, how yeah. ma- how many, 70,000, 80,000, 78, 78,000. Go ahead. You can, you can 000. intro it court. That's your, that's your, that's your big. So, so this past weekend at home, Arrowhead, yeah. Our yes. soil, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You performed yes. in front of the biggest crowd. I, I the biggest, the biggest crowd, seventy eight thousand people at the Chiefs playoffs game. Were you nervous? It was my biggest show yet because the biggest before that one was Denmark. I did Denmark. Mm-hmm. Another flex, you know what I'm saying? I did yeah. Denmark um, <laughs> for sixty thousand uh-huh. at Roskilde Festival. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But after Roskilde Festival, that held the title for the biggest show I've ever done. That was mm-hmm. a lot of people I've ever seen mm-hmm. and doing Einstein and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I came home and did Rockfest mm-hmm. with 98 The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Johnny Dare. Right. I was the only rap artist there and rocked that motherfucker. 70,000 motherfuckers, okay? Wow. Wow. That was a lot of people. Yeah. That was my biggest show until this one that just happened. 78,000, maybe even 80,000 in there while I was doing that shit, man. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was happening. But once I got up there, I was freezing before, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But once I got on the mic, nigga, I'm going so hard that my mic is going with my mouth. Think about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, 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 the adrenaline yeah. made me forget I was cold. I took off my jacket. I took yeah. off my chain so I can move. You yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah. man? I just wanted to show off for my hometown because I saw that everybody was with me. KC, Mo, bro, don't nobody want none. Don't nobody want none. Don't nobody yeah. want... I'm like, holy shit, this is happening. <laughs> when I wrote Einstein mm-hmm. in like 97 or 98-ish, you know, mm-hmm. when I wrote Einstein, I wrote KC, Mo, bro. You know, I was mm-hmm. always a Wizard of Oz fan. It's like, oh, we, oh, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I wanted a chant for my town. Mm-hmm. To chant, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and like a battle cry for my city, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So when I wrote that, I wrote that for that, but they never caught on. I was I used to be at Chiefs games, like, man, if they could just play Einstein yeah. once, everybody will catch on to that KC right. Moreau. Right. Slowly but surely, in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, they start playing Einstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People start learning the mm-hmm. chant. Mm-hmm. Without me being there, like you know, what I'm saying, like I'll be on tour, and I, I and my uncle Ike said they playing Einstein, man. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it started happening mm-hmm. a few years ago, and day before yesterday when I did it, that's what I wrote it for in the '90s to get that to make mm-hmm. that whole motherfucker say KC Mo roll. Yeah. It fucking finally happened, dog. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. That's why I wrote that shit. I wanted that mm-hmm. to happen, but I wanted it to happen back then, twenty yeah. some years ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's so funny, yeah. man, because it's like your whole journey really just kind of entails just man patience and 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 yes. and just being disciplined and consistency. Because think about it, yes, sir. Just to come full circle from kind of being the odd man out, you know what I mean? And just being somebody, I mean, coming from a city with no industry where the odds is against you, the odds is against you even just to make it out as a black man. And then Mm -hmm. also having a different style, you know, in a genre, and then to come full circle to have, you know, acceptance from your peers, the biggest stars, and now the city. 
you know, so, entirely embracing you. That's like, crazy. That's got to be a beautiful feeling. It is, man. Yeah. It's it's humbling, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all I ever wanted, man. It's yeah. for everybody, and everybody gonna always get it because you goes. You still got some motherfuckers that say niggas don't listen to Tech Nine and the hood. Nigga, we don't bang that shit. You know, you are gonna hear that shit all the yeah. time. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The same thing they said about Eminem. Niggas don't bang that shit. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of shit. Right. But when they see me, exactly, is love and respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all I ask for. That's it. You ain't you... got to listen to my music, my nigga. But you're going to hear it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hear it with some of your favorite dudes. You're going to be listening to the Carter Four and you're going to be like, is that tech? Damn. <laughs> you're going to be listening to T.I. and you'll be like, that's tech. Yeah. On the TV with T.I. That's everywhere they turn, man. That's yeah. tech with Pac. Does get lonely too. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's tech with Q. That's tech with Snoop. These are all people I work with, by right. the way. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right. That's tech with Wiz Khalifa. That's. Tech with Marsha Ambrose is a floor tree. That's yeah. tech with Corey Taylor and with Slipknot. That's, yeah. It's gonna no no matter where they turn, I'm gonna be in music. That's tech with Jordan Lucas. That's no, tech with shit. Kendrick Lamar. You real know what shit. I'm saying? Like, Man, I've traveled. I've traveled the world, brother. I've been to damn near every state in the United States, and you know, yeah. even with media that I've done, and I promise, probably I say eighty to ninety percent of the time, when they say when, when say they find out I'm from Kansas City, the first thing they say is Tech Nine. Yeah, you know <laughs> Tech Nine. <laughs> so, so sometime I ain't even gonna lie. Sometime I've led with it. Yeah, I'm from Kansas City, mo where Tech Nine is from. I just beat them to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just beat them to it. You know, I've but, been everywhere, man. But I said, but it, but but it's it's you know I'm proud of you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you you make us all look good. You've done it on such a big, huge level. So that's yes. that's why I had to have you on the platform, bro. You know, I wanted to give you your flowers. You know what I'm saying? It was yes, important sir. to me. I mean, I've had. Jay Prince, Master P, Ice T. Yes. I've had all these people, you know, who I admire and I respect. But, you know, yes. to be able to have a hometown hero, you know what I'm saying? And we've loosely known each other for about 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And it's a shame that we never got a chance to do a song back when I was doing my thing. But right. it's all good. It's all good. We you never now. approached me like that. You never approached me. I, I, know. I don't remember you ever approached me. You was always cool and yeah. mild-mannered, man. Like, yeah. hey, brother, how you doing? Blah, yep. blah, blah. You yep. always, even when you had the long pigtails, man, you were, even yeah. though you wore all blue everything, you was always a brother. <laughs> Yeah, hey, court. hey, you want me? You want me to tell you what that was, nigga? I wasn't trying to fuck with you on no song, nigga. I, you wasn't finna come blow my shit. <laughs> I knew I couldn't stand next to Tech, so we just gonna keep that shit cool and breezy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but no, I, I wanted to give you your flowers, my brother, for real. You know, I'm very, very proud of your accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? I see even bigger things for you in the future. You know what I mean? And I'm excited to see what the you know what unfolds in the future and. Man, strange yeah. music. I see y'all got my brother X-rated over there now. Shout out to yes, X-rated. Sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes. X-rated. That's yes, my sir. brother. He he been to the show as well. He told me that. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. man, you keep shining bright, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, and you know, no limit. Myself, uh, we always here yes. for you. Whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, sir. Yeah. I appreciate you, Court. I appreciate you, Ken Shay, man. I, I can't wait to sit down and eat. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, my brother. And let's build from here. And, you know, you're always welcome to the show. Of course, whenever you come to L.A., we can do it again, you know, because it's only so much we can condense because, you know what I'm saying, you got 50 years and a lot more shit that we could expand on. Yes, You know what I mean? But uh, this was a good, you know what I'm saying, introduction. So, man, I appreciate you, my brother. Keep being great. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm watching you. I'm cheering for you as well.
You know what I mean? You as well, man. You I as well. And, and thank you, Ken Shea, with all the help with Chris Calico, man. He's a fucking genius, and I'm glad you see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah, that's my brother, man. I've, I've had to get all him in day. Transformers and a bunch of other shit. Yes, sir, uh, man. I just, you know, I always said to him, I think music and, and, and everything is his, that's his lane. But right. He has, he's got so much interest in so many other things where I was like, well, shit. Yes, he does. There's, I was at Warner Brothers at the time, and I was like, well, they got a bag if you want to grab it over here for this thing. Yes. You know what I mean? That's, that's my that's brother beautiful. back. I mean, I don't know when you guys dropped Ever Ready, but since then. You know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and again, like Court said, man, I, I appreciate you. You know, you and I, it was always me and Chris and you and I in passing, but all the times on the tour buses. I was telling Court before this, uh, I was on the bus, and it was just you and I for some reason. Chris had left when the Tupac thing happened at uh, Coachella. And I think yes. you was just ironing your dickies and we was just talking about Pac for like however long that was. Uh, yes. But no, nah, you've always been gracious, man. Uh, I've always been a fan, a uh, fan of the music. I respect it. And, uh, I appreciate it. And, I, you know, I've been there on all them buses and backstages and whatever else. And uh, you've always right. showed love, brother, and I appreciate you. For sure. Uh, so salute, man. Hey, Thank next time man. I'm in the city, brother. I mean, we gonna have to go to soiree or go to Gates or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. you. Know, I'll give Whatever you, you want to do. You know, because I come or in the Luffy. city all the huh? time. Or Luffy's. Or Luffy's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I come in the city at least once or twice a month, so I'm there all the time. So yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a spoiled brat now, man. I, I love Eddie V's and I love you know what I'm saying Ocean yeah. Prime. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I'm look a spoiled at you. Brat, so we might look have at to you. Do See, you've more. been popping your collar the whole the whole. Eddie V's on me, my nigga. Eddie V's on me. Hey, do you remember? I just remember this do you remember before i moved to cali it was about 20 years ago over 20 years ago i still had the long braids me you and uh um um travis went to uh gates you remember yes, that I do. yeah i do and i think that. it yeah. was me and i think i was thinking about coming over to strange it was something I remember like, that yeah yeah and I, re- I, I i put the good word in for you yeah i remember that and i remember i paid for the meal and y'all was like yep. We not used to that shit. Like, usually right. motherfuckers look for us to go <laughs> go in, there in our pocket. You know what I mean? That right. was like 99, 2000 or something like that. I was yeah, just wondering bro. if you remembered that still. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's All crazy. Good. We came a long way, brother. A long way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I'm proud um, of you, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, my brother. I appreciate it. So next time I'm in town, bro, Eddie V's on me. Man, I appreciate you, man, and I'll be in touch I don't know if it's going to be on you. We're going to have to fight about that, but I'm with you. I appreciate nah, it's you. on me, bro. It's on me. I owe you for coming to the platform, so it's on me. Nah, I'll let you, you get it next man. time. I do, I, I, I do three more hours, you know what I'm saying, or two and a half more you, hours. my brother. That's not on me. I'll take you to Nisi's or whatever the other. <laughs> I took him to Nisi's when he came to the town. Oh, you know about Nisi's? I took you to Nisi's. Yeah, I took you to Nisi's. Yeah. What about Peachtree? What about Peachtree? Man, I spent most of the time on Prospect over at Cash Cars shooting yeah, his little yeah. shit. Yeah, we shot a pilot over at Cash Cars at on car Prospect wa- with Dad. car wash okay. at uh, yeah. 59th, I think. So I had him in the hood, hood, you know what I mean? That's dope. <laughs> yeah. That's so, dope, man. So all good, my brother. Man, so I'll be so in touch good. with you, man. Salute. I appreciate you, All right, man. All right, Love and respect, you, brother. brother. All right, likewise, All brother. All right.
If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.